The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
me, the best songs follow a very simple formula that few artists are brave enough to do. I love really um, clunky, um, uncatchy, awkward, uh, almost awful to listen to co- uh, verses. Then you mix it with an uplifting, catchy chorus that everyone sings to. Those verses were unlistenable, but man alive, Imani Coppola is probably the only person that pushes it. She pushes it to the maximum. Good evening, dear listener. This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. My name is Ian Lee. Catherine Boyle is there. Hey. Sam is through there, and if you phone up this telephone number, he's the dude you're going to speak to before you speak to either of us. 0344... 499 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. This is a... Uh, uh, you're listening to us, of course, on Talk Radio, on DAB, on Apple. Maybe you're online at talkradio.co.uk. It is... Um, I missed out something, but you can work it out. You're computer literate. Um, I did... An, I interviewed um, a comedian for the BBC the other day, and we mentioned his Twitter handle. His name is John... Kearns, and I can't remember what his Twitter handle is, uh, I can't remember, um, and we mentioned it, and it was a pre-recorded interview, and afterwards the producer said, um, yeah, can we do that last bit again? Because I said, so if you want, John, we want to find out more about you, what are you on Twitter, where do we go? And he said, well, I'm at John, whatever it is, and you know, you can get all my live dates and stuff there. And the uh, producer said, yeah, can we do that again? Um, but not mentioning... Twitter or the Twitter handle. I said, well, yeah, but um, I want people to find you. go and find him. He's a funny guy. He's a nice bloke and he's funny and he's come in to talk to us for free. We've got to plug him. Is this a stupid BBC yes. not wanting to favour Twitter over yes. any other social media thing? Yes. She said, well, yeah, we're not, we're not allowed to say Twitter or a Twitter handle. And I said, but is that what? Is that in case he's like um, ISIS or he's, you know, he's tweeting child pornography? No, we're just not allowed to mention them because they're a commercial company. What about if you mention MySpace and. and, uh, We had to say. We had to say, I'd say, John, how can people find out more about you? And his reply had to be. Well, if you type my name in online and search for me there... Because you couldn't even say Google me. If you type my name in online and search for me there. Wowzers. Thanks, BBC. Dear God. 0344 499 1000 is the phone number. If you're looking for the question about um, Muslims, if you're um, looking for the um, text vote, um, that second call, they were just on James's, so you, you know the score. Thanks very much. Try later in the week. Um... If you're looking for the uh, finger-pointing of hate um, as we pick another group for you to dislike and be afraid of and, 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 you know, get angry about because they want to molest your children, then you are listening to the wrong show. This chilled-out Indian music should um, let you know that um, this is a phone-in show, a late-night phone-in show, unlike any other phone-in show. And I'm going to say it, Catherine, in the whole bloody world... It's nice music. It's the kind of music they play when I go for a massage. Mm. Although last time I went for a massage, which was only a few weeks ago, there, the, the was um, someone. There was a message on the answer phone. So every and I counted it every eleven seconds, the answer phone beep. Oh, for the, they, 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 someone went and answered it after about seven or eight minutes. <sighs> But it was it was seven or eight minutes of, of a sixty minute session 
of uh, every 11 seconds. I counted it. I timed it perfectly. Beep! Right, and it goes completely against what a massage is yeah. supposed to do, which is just take you outside the hustle and bustle and the clamour No, they do the it. World. they do it inside. Yeah, but what I'm saying it's is... It's in a room. You don't want to be knowing about people's it waiting just, messages. That, that noise just made it hard. To relax... Unfortunately, no. Um, 0344-499-1000. We have got lots to talk about. And boy, oh boy, our, the, our four eyes have seen... Catherine and mine's eyes. Uh, 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 Catherine and thine's eyes have... Sorry? It's OK. OK, it's beautiful. Have seen things this weekend we've never seen before. Primarily, Ireland. We have been to Ireland. We spent... We've been to the island of Ireland. We spent 43 hours in Ireland. We got there Saturday afternoon. We did a show in Dublin Saturday evening. Sunday morning we got up. We got the train to Belfast. We did a show, sell-out show in front of 100... Over... A hundred people in Belfast Sunday night. And then because I'm uh, uh, an idiot, I um, had mixed up my bookings and stuff. And uh, I had to, we had to get up. We, we, we finished the show about 11. Then we stuck around for about an hour taking pictures. We having pictures done and stuff and saying hello to people. So we got to our respective hotel rooms about 12. We ordered a Domino's as well, actually. We had a Domino's. So about half Which- 12. Was hot. Yeah, it was really hot, and it came really quickly. Yeah. So we got into our rooms about half twelve. We were up at. Uh, I set my alarm for three forty-eight this morning, so that we could get taken to the airport by a very talkative gentleman. His name was Michael, and then we caught the twenty, the ten past six to fly into Stansted to be driven to uh, Great Yarmouth to go to um, a holiday home to film some stuff for Loose Women, which was a joy, and I met some really lovely people. And uh, But there was no food there at all. And then we got the train back from Great Yarmouth. Uh, to a uh, hey, man alive. It's been a busy day. Hasn't it? But everyone that came to Dublin, everyone that came... To, well, hang on a second. Let's go, let's go in reverse order. Everyone that came to Belfast and watched on Periscope, thank you. Yeah. Great. We lo- met some lovely people, and I hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back. Everyone that came to Dublin and watched it on Periscope, apart from two women, thank you very much. We had a great time. Because we did the show and in Dublin, because we didn't know if people would come. And, I, and I, I made all these bookings before I went in the jungle, because I thought that might raise the interest a little bit. But we, we booked a tiny room in Dublin, 40 people. It was a cool room, though. Oh, it was great. It was done out like your nans would have been in the 1970s, yeah. sort of quite orange, geometric yeah. wallpaper. Um, it was just cool, wasn't it? The Workman's Club in Dublin. It was great. And thank, and we had Thomas Walsh from Pugwash oh, came and played yeah. some tunes, and then we went out for dinner with him. It was a great night. But it, it, was, it was small. It was 40 people, 39 people, actually, although I think... Um, the woman who was sat to the left at the back, she just wandered in because yeah. we were doing the door. But how can you do the door whilst doing the show? Here's how you do it. You go, come in. Yeah, come in, sit down. Um, but there were two women who were quite pissed, but I was speaking to them before and then I was speaking to them during and then I was speaking to them in the interval. Yeah. And they, I think they gave me a hug and they, you know, they seemed to be enjoying it. But they didn't come back for the second half. And with it being a small back. room, you recognised everyone that came back in. Yeah, and there was also you know a gaping uh, gap where they Steady. had been sitting. Yes, 
And it was also quite quiet over there because they'd been talking all the way through it as well. So They have been, actually, so it was, it was good. Here's the thing. I'm confused by the money. I, I, I sort of get why Southern Ireland has Euros, but that still feels freaky to me. But here's the thing. Uh, Northern Ireland, right, I got 80 quid out, right, and they've given me... Um, Danskabansk. Danskabansk. Surely that's legal tender. Well, well, is it? Is it? Is this is this legal tender? Because also we all know we all know that Scottish money is legal tender, but people can still refuse it. Right, yeah. And in all of my many, many years um strolling this earth, I have never seen I have never seen Northern I'm showing it up to the Periscope people. I have never seen Northern Irish money and I just I can just imagine presenting this to um, a, a shop to buy I don't know not sweets because I'm off the sweeties but to, to, to I don't, buy health foods buy health foods and then just going nah who's on the front um, I don't know who's on the front it's um, Mr F- Henry Ferguson so um Basically, I've got 80 quid. I don't think I can do anything... Oh, of Massey Ferguson, I'm guessing, because of the tractor. OK, sure. I, that sentence literally meant nothing to me, but I'm at an age where I can tell quite early on whether I want to pursue a sentence or leave it be, and I'm going to leave that one be. Um, so, can I use this money? Cue someone phoning up going, no, you can't, but if you send it to me, I'll get rid of it for you. Um, and so we've got that... Um, what did we miss in, in Ireland? Because we didn't see any of it. We went for a walk in Dublin for about 45 minutes and then um, got tired, so mm. I had to go and have a doze because uh, we were up early Saturday. So what did we miss in Ireland? Can I use this money? Oh, and boy, oh, boy, Paul Catamole from S Club 7. You remember he was selling his Brit Award and it reached the dizzying price of £67,000? Turns out that was a, a shill bid. That was a shill bid. And he's had to re-list it. Um, so, guys, I'm trying to get him on the show. Uh, I've tweeted him, asking if he'll come on the show. Um, but we, we can talk about that as well, and, and, and a whole heap of other stuff. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. My name is Ian Lee. This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. <laughs> The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Um, those are the, some of the things we've thrown out there. Paul Catamull's um, uh, um, uh, Brit. Um, you can talk about... Oh, i tell you what we can do, how we can do that. And that's the style of... Get rid of that music. Keep this one. This is it. Listen. Oh. Um, this, 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 we can turn that into a traditional talk, uh, f- speech radio phone-in, and it'd be quite a good one. Um, awards that you have got, um, awards that you have stolen, and what piece of tat have you got from a pop star? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. For years, I had one of Frank Black's guitar strings. He's the uh, the front man of uh, indie rockers, the Pixies, and I had one of his guitar strings from a gig he played at a pub, the, the gig the Pixies played at a pub in Windsor, the Old Trout, and I had that for years in a drawer with a ticket, and I had visions of getting it framed, and then about ten years later I went, ah, chuck it away. I also had a, um, a towel 
that was used by Arthur Lee from Love. He, he's a very sweaty man, and he dabbed his head and he threw the Gosh. towel, and I caught it. Got they, rid of that. But you get that tested. For, uh, uh, covered in all sorts. Could we create Arthur Lee? So, um, uh, uh, what awards have you got? Um, phone in and show off, guys. Uh, what uh, um, uh, awards have you nicked from celebrities and what tat have you got from, from celebrities? I've 03 got, I've got Noddy Holder's autograph for my Auntie Linda. Oh. I've got it 20 years ago oh. and I've never given it to her. It's on top of my fridge. Yeah, well. With a load of papers. She'll get it. She'll get it. I meant the autograph. I don't mean anything sexual. I didn't mean anything sexual. Why are you looking at me like that? Let's go to Blake. Good evening, Blake. Good evening, Ian. How are you doing? Very well, thank you, mate. What have you got for us uh, on uh, Monday evening? Um, it was a bit random because we started out listening to the show and you threw so many topics out there, so much yeah. to talk about. You can but, call in about um, anything you want. This is the way it works. Well, that's true. Well, firstly, I was just going to say first, I don't know how much time you've got, but I listened to um, your chat or your podcast with James O'Brien, The Unfiltered. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't want to plug his, uh, his yeah, show. We can plug his show. We can plug that. He's a... He's a good friend of yours, isn't he? I wouldn't say he's a good friend of mine, but oh. he is—he is an acquaintance. And when uh, and the, when we um, we meet, we we always enjoy each other's company. Yeah, and he said he voted for you in the uh, in the jungle, so that was always nice. I think he said, didn't he say his kids voted for me? I think that may be slightly more accurate. But yeah, yeah, well, he, yeah. Gave, he gave the bill payers commission. Well, good. Yeah, thank you. Good, <laughs> good, good. Yeah, no, it was nice talk chatting to James. It's, for those who don't know, it's a, it's a podcast unfiltered with James O'Brien, and I was was lucky enough to be invited on there to talk nonsense, uh, which is yeah. always a thrill. Um, and I, I heard you say, heard you speaking very candidly about your sort of career. Um, yes. And I didn't. I thought from being making an assumption, which you know isn't always a good thing. I thought that you talking about your kids and stuff that you were sort of a single dad because you didn't talk about your wife. And I read into it, and apparently she doesn't like. To, she likes to keep away from the public eye. Oh well, well, um, I'm not. I'm not a single dad, but I kind of like to. I talk about my kids because they are so um, crazy and and funny and uh, a big inspiration for me. And obviously, you know, this show is kind of based on my inspiration. So I do, but I never. I never reveal their names. Um, no. And um, and I don't. I don't kind of go into personal detail about my family. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, well, so what I was going to say is um, I'm studying TV and radio at college. Yes. Um, so I'm kind of a geek in that respect. And I thought, did you, at the start of your career, think too far ahead? Or did, did you believe in fate? Did you think, right, I'm meant to do this and what will be will here's, be? Right. Here's, let me tell you something that I think I may have shared twice before. <laughs> um, okay, uh, but this is, this is true, right? From uh, I wanted to be an actor, but from... Quite a young age, I'm going to say about 15, I knew that I was going to host a TV show. I knew it, right? And I could mm-hmm. see it. And I could see, I could literally see this image of me um, wearing a grey suit, holding a microphone... And in the image, I was kind of like in an audience and talking to people in an audience. But I just knew that that was going to happen. And, it, and, and ten years later, and it would have nine years later, um, I, was, I was hosting the 11 o'clock show. And there was one point I was doing the 11 o'clock show and I had a grey suit on. I had the microphone. And it suddenly dawned on me that this was... Um, this music is appropriate. I'm going to call it a vision. I'm going to call it a vision. That this yeah. vision that had had kept recurring from the age of fifteen ish, um, 
And it had never been any more detailed than that. It was me in a grey suit and a tie holding a microphone and I was stood in an audience and I was kind of talking to people. But it was a TV show. And uh, this image would keep coming back at my lowest points. Uh, it would just keep popping into my head and I'd keep thinking, yeah, I'm going to do that one day. After about eight, nine years, I was getting a little bit wavering around that belief. But I knew... I knew have I told you that, Kath? Yes. I've mentioned so. that before. Um, I knew that that's what was going to happen. Because you said that in, in the chat with James O'Brien, you sort of said you felt like you were going to do it, but then you worried, as you said, you got a bit wavy and you worried that you weren't going to get there. But yeah. so you, you, do you think just being a people person, quite outspoken, quite outgoing? Oh, God, I'm not a people person. I ha- I, I, I'm an anti-people person. I hate Well, we're in the people. right environment. No, I know. <laughs> That's what you said. You said um, in the jungle, you said in the Bush Telegraph, it's normally me and a producer in a room. I don't like people, yeah. but... Yeah. But when you are around people, it's like, is it maybe an alter ego that you put on or a facade? Is it kind of it like, is I'm a just... performance. It's, a, it's an <laughs> amplified, exaggerated um, uh, version of me. Uh, yeah. uh, but it is, it's a performance. And it's, this is why, when I was doing the 11 o'clock show, and we would go out, I don't know if you ever saw it, but I would go out in the street and we mm-hmm. would film these really silly, dumb little films, little three-minute things, where I would go up to people in the street and I would say the most outrageous, um, offensive things to them, and I hated it. And I did 100, 150 of those films, I don't know. And we would go out there to get a a a two-and-a-half-minute film. We'd be out there for three or four hours. And I hated doing it. I I hated doing it to the point where, towards the end, I couldn't do it anymore because I just just burst into tears. But I hated doing it. But the, the, the reason I could do it is because there was a camera on me and the mm-hmm. camera made me invincible, and I knew that the end result would be funny and would be worth all the hassle. Where was it we were going, Catherine? And I had a, a, a tape recorder. Was it New, in New York? York? Yeah. And because we had that re- the, the digital recorder, and I knew that it would get pl- edited down and played out on the show. Also, you had your headphones on, so yeah. you're listening to it through the but sort of filter of the it microphone. Meant I could shout out the most outrageous thing. Oh, when we went to play tag as well in yeah. London, yeah. shouting out on the tube. Who's coming to play tag? But it was because I had the microphone and the headphones, and oh, I knew no, it was a right. performance, and I knew that it would it would get played, and it would be um, people would dig it. Because off the cuff today, I saw a clip of you on Loose Women again, um, oh, yeah. and you said, um, "Come on, guys, let's get all get involved because I really want some more TV work." Yes, that kind of just a, a joke. You're, yeah, you're that, was a jo- that was a joke. That was a joke. And and um, uh, you know, I was I was hanging out with these very very delightful charming slightly boozy people um, at the at, at the, ca- at the the uh, holiday home and i was also there with um um uh, alison Hammond. alison hammond right who who's a yeah. presenter on on this morning i like alison and we every once every couple of years our paths will cross and she's always a ray of sunshine and she makes me laugh a lot and she's very loud, and she had this. She had this group laughing and yeah. eating out of the palm of her hand. She can work a room. Oh man, she can! I think she's so good. She's so good. And when she left, I, I can't. I couldn't do that. I'm not like that. And I got a few laughs out of them. And it, but, but I, I struggled to kind of integrate with with those those people that were helping us out in the same way that she did. But once the camera comes on. Then yeah. the difference. Here's what you what you wouldn't have seen uh, from that loose women in that um, holiday home. 
Um, uh, uh, Kath was was hiding round the corner for one of those. <laughs> she was hiding round some... the corner reading her book. I was sitting in someone's bedroom, <laughs> the book, trying, to, trying to make sure my feet weren't poking round the door. Yeah. So um, I don't know if that answers any of your questions, Blake, but I certainly yeah. appreciate the, the the questions that you asked. Because I think a lot of people, when you went into the jungle, thought you'd be really polarising and you'd be like the Lady C of 2017, yeah. but you're quite the opposite, really, weren't you? I was, of... I was myself. I was myself. Yeah. And there were moments in there when I was performing, um, like when we were doing the trials or the challenges, I, I thought, yeah. I genuinely... You your own. Well, I did, it, um, and I genuinely thought, right, they're paying me a lot of money... I've got to give them something. So when the, you're doing the trials and the challenges, I would do my best to make Ant and Deck laugh. I would do a little, you know, with the, the, the eating one wasn't... No. The eating one you was horrible. Hammed bit, I hammed yeah. it up a little bit. I was putting on a show. But to expect you not to do that would be just as unrealistic as if they'd given Dennis Wise a football and yeah. then he, he, he'd not been yeah. brilliant with it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's your skill set. Yeah, so of course yeah. you and it's watched by 12 million people and you've got an NTA, so it's all worth no, it. No, exactly. Listen, listen. Hey, here's a funny thing, Blake. I've not mentioned this. I don't think... Any, here's an exclusive, um, which on, we should, we should tell to the... It's an exclusive, right? Um, um, one of the producers... Uh, there are two producers of, of um, I'm a Celebrity. Uh, uh, two women, one called Mickey and one called Daisy. And they, are the, they have the best and also the worst job because they've got to pick all the people that go in the jungle. And they, Anyway, they've been doing it for years and they're brilliant. And so the day after the uh, uh, National Television Awards, where I'm a Celebrity won an award, Mickey phoned me up. And she went, hello, Ian, it's Mickey from I'm a Celebrity. All right, how's it going? She went, yeah, yeah. Can I ask you a question, right? Um, Have you got the NTA, uh, the trophy, the award? And I went, what do you mean? She says, well, someone's walked off with it. And we don't know, we don't know where it is. And I'm ringing around all of them. I don't think it's you, but I've got to ring around everybody that was there to see yeah. if they know where it was. And I said, well, no, I, 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 I haven't got it. But then I would say that. And bear in mind, you're talking to a strawberry thief. Yeah. Um, so, oh, maybe she came to you in a yeah, minute first. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I think, I think Rebecca's got it. I don't know who's got it. it but <laughs> the, 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 but I, I spoke to her again. On Friday, and it still hadn't turned up. So someone's had it. Someone's had it. Which which one of the celebrities has stolen? Um, yeah, I reckon it was a dark horse like Kez. Oh, well, Kez wasn't there. But then that's the perfect alibi. Exactly. That's the is. perfect alibi. One of the celebrities from I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of It 2017, has stolen the National Television Award trophy. And um, it wouldn't be Anton Deck because they've got enough. They've so, got plenty. Know, they My money... Yeah. My money's on Dennis Wise. <laughs> he just <laughs> seems... He just seems like a sort... Would you like to have a show this year and then get an NTA next year so you're all of your own? No, no, it's no. all I've got. I've got. I've got more than enough awards. Listen, Blake, thank you very much for that. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Matt Simon, stay there. This is the late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. You're listening to Talk Radio on DAB on app and of course online at TalkRadio.co.uk. Let's go to New York City, Matt. Good evening, Matt. Ian, Kath, good evening. Kath has nipped out um, be, um, because she's oh. had to go and just send a little message, but um, oh. she's coming straight back. So good evening, Matt. What have you got for us? There we go. Good evening. Hey, um, before I tell my stuff, the stuff I've nicked from celebrity things, yes. you mentioned the NTAs before the break. Yeah. Do you physically get 
since you were part of that show, do you get an, uh, a physical award no, or something no, no. since you were part of it now? No, 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 no. There's, one, there's one award for the show. I got to hold it, and I got a silly picture of me taken with it, but no, no, no. They, they, um, the producers were... I think the executive producer was very keen to, um, to make sure we knew that he was taking it home. Got it. At least you got a photo or something. So I got, I got, got listen, I got, I didn't win that award. Ann and Deck won that award and the 700 people that were working on the show behind the scenes, we were just the faces of it, you know, so, um, you know, but it was, it was a thrill to be there and to, to ride on their coattails. Yeah, there's a video from a couple of years ago that um, I can't remember who did it that shows kind of the behind the scenes day, what goes on and how huge the staff is there. And it's kind of mind boggling. to I didn't it's realize 700 how people. huge it There's is. 700 people working on that, on the I'm a Celebrity. It's incredible. 24 hours a day, too. It's a nonstop machine it's, when, when, it's in, when it's a production. It's relentless, Crazy. man. It's, what, what a gas to have been part of that, that, that huge beast. Anyway, what you got for us, Matt? All right, so here's what I got. Yes. So this was about two, three years ago when David Letterman said goodbye. Oh, yeah. Um, the, I was in the city for the – I was, didn't go to the show. I hung out around the studio and all that afterwards and felt sad. Got up the next morning, put on the news – and see that there was that those iconic photos of them ripping the studio apart just hours after his last show and throwing it in a dumpster oh, no. on 53rd Street. Wow. Yeah, be, because they had to just turn it around that quickly to start the renovation. Yeah. So I saw that, and there were people standing outside grabbing little things and trying to dumpster dive. I went, oh, I'm still doing that. So I got on the, on the bus, got into the city. They pretty much had emptied the studio at that point, and, and the bigger pieces got taken later, but little things were kind of being grabbed. So I was able to grab, and now, by the way, I work in comedy and all that over here, so, like, he's my idol. So yeah. I was so thrilled to get, like, a tiny little something. The guy handed me that was laying on, I got two pieces. I got part of, if when you're looking at uh, the shot, there's one of the bridges that run right behind him. Yeah. There is a blue railing on it. I have about a four- to five-inch piece wow. of that railing wow. from that bridge. That's treasure. That's that actual treasure. That's an artifact. That is, yeah, and I actually got it framed and everything because it's, it was such a huge piece. And then, this is totally TV nerdy, but yeah. they were dragging out even the um, jib cam arm, the big wraparound arm yeah. camera of the actual thing. I thought, And I looked at the guy and went, they're throwing out the actual arm? He said, yeah. He said, here, have a piece of it. And they gave me the wow. bolt that sat on the can that you, sat. Uh, that connected the camera into the jib uh, cam itself. You know, you you know who I'm thinking of while you're telling me this, don't you? No. You're Rupert Popkin. Oh, don't tell me you've not seen the King of Comedy. I have not. Oh, Matt, you call yourself a comedy TV nerd, <laughs> and you've not seen Robert De Niro and Martin Scorsese's finest piece, The King of Comedy. I have not. I feel ashamed right oh, now. Oh, <laughs> Matt, listen, I, I, I don't do yeah. this very often, right? But I'm doing it tonight. Yeah. I want you yeah. to switch off this radio mm-hmm. show. Hang on a minute. Let me see how long the King of Comedy is. What are you doing for the next couple of hours? I have a feeling I'm going to be watching the King of Comedy and then calling you back after I've seen it. Right. The King of Comedy is one hour, 49 minutes. Yeah. Let's say it's two hours. I want to speak okay. to you around about half past 12... And I want you to yeah. thank me profusely for introducing one of the greatest movies into your life. And you'll also get 
the reference as to why I think you're Rupert Pupkin? I will call you in about one hour, 40-something minutes from right now. <laughs> you're a good sport. We'll speak to you later on, Matt. Thank you, mate. Thanks, buddy. There we go. That's great. Homework. That is homework to be done during the show. He should have done that homework earlier in his life. He's a New Yorker. Oh, man. He's going to love it. One of my... I hope he loves it. I hope he loves it. One of my favourite films. One of my favourite films. Um, Guys, you've all got permission, if you want, to sack tonight's show off, or the next two hours anyway. Go and watch The King of Comedy. Honestly, it's... it's, um, I, I don't know if it flopped when it came out. I don't, you know, because De Niro and Scorsese were, were riding on the back of, like, the, well, the deer hunter for De Niro and, you know, Taxi Driver and those kind of, um, uh, you know, very masculine um, movies, violent movies, uh, or, or, you know, tortured movies. I suppose this is tortured. And then they came, they came out with this weird sort of psychological comedy stalking thing and it was I don't know I don't know if it did big, big, big business when it came out I've got a feeling that it was a slow burner that everyone kind of saw it and went oh this is not what we expect from De Niro and Scorsese but it's it's a uh, you saw it for the first time didn't you at yeah. the BFI yeah yeah and it's got Jack Lemmon Sandra Bernhardt it's amazing Jack Lemmon's not in it Jack Lemmon no who's the other fella Jerry Lewis. Jerry Lewis. Jerry Lewis. Basically Sorry. playing Jerry Lewis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this, the, you got the JL. You got the initials. Ah, oh, I'm really tired. Man. You are tired. We've not had much sleep, and do you know what? We're doing bloody well. But you've given me an idea for tonight's other phone in. I only want famous people's people whose initials are JL. So let's just go slowly. Let's go slowly. We have got Jack Lemon, right? Yeah. We got Jerry Lewis. Well, there's one obvious. Go on. John Lennon. There we go. John Lennon. There's um, a boxer. Isn't there one called Joe Lewis? Yeah. Yeah. There is. Um, Jay Leno! Oh, this is going to be a great phone in. 0344-499-1000. Celebrities who his initials are, are JL. I'm going to be strict. Jerry Lee Lewis wouldn't count. That's JL, obviously. So I'm going to be strict. 0344-499-1000. Good evening, Simon. Hello, Ian. Hello, Carl. Hi, Simon. How are you doing? Good, thank you, mate. What, you, we're both very tired, and um, yeah, I'm trying there. to not have coffee and not have chocolate because it's, since I came out of that silly place, um, the, the jungle, not uh, Ireland, um, I find whenever I eat chocolate, or I get quite ill, actually. It makes me quite ill, so I'm, I'm going to have a little bit of a detox, I think. But apart from that, mate, okay. apart from that, apart from getting rid of tastes, I'm good. A couple of things for you. Yeah. Um... First of all, I sent you an email, but now you're an A-lister. I wouldn't expect you to look at the email. Oh, no, I, no, I will have seen it. Remind me remind me what it said, because I will have seen it. It was probably just saying about your show, and also, I'm opening a musical confectionery shop. I wanted your help. Oh, yeah, you did. It, OK, so, it, it's, right, it, so it, this is, OK, this is, this is good. We've got topics coming out of our ears tonight. Um, so, uh, Simon is opening a musical confectionery shop. Um, he's worried that you're going to get annoyed by this one, Catherine. I will. Um, so I've got no the... stock. I've only got two bits of stock at the moment, okay. Ian, as well, in it. Away you go. Go on. I've got I've got some Mars. Pump up the volume. Pump up the volume. Yeah. I've got some. I've got some whispers. And the beat goes on. Hang on a minute. Who, who, is the whispers a group? Yeah, I think the whispers did, and the beat goes on. Okay. I think, but it's spelt differently, obviously. But that's all right, now. Okay. Yeah, um, that's fine. That's if fine. If there's anything, you know, that'll be good. And one other thing... Hang on a minute, hang on a minute, hang on a minute, hang on, hang on, hang on, I'm going to have a think. Okay. 
Any sort of sweets, direct sweets, chocolate bars, oh. whatever, I think. OK, hang on. Hot think. chocolate. It's not a chocolate bar, mate. Oh, no. It's not even that cat. No, oh, ca- I hate this game already. It's, well, OK. What? It's not a cat. It's not a cat. Why you're thinking? While you're thinking, Ireland was brilliant, by the way. Thank you very much for that. We both enjoyed it both nights. Two very different sorts of nights, I thought. Weren't they? Um, yes. Quieter on the Saturday and obviously a bit more sort of... But the Sunday, the Belfast, it was brilliant. Well, for those who missed it, um, let's just say uh, we're, we're going to go back to Ireland and I think we're going to ditch the whole phone calls, <laughs> the whole kind of, you know, obscure ramblings. We're just going to go out and I'm going to do a Neil Diamond and Kath's going to yeah. do a share. Tri- we're going to do a tribute act. Yeah. Diamond and oh, share. It's like Legends of Las Vegas, but, you yeah. know, crap. That's what we're doing. I've been, have you heard today that I've, your agent told you that a comic relief has contacted you and Kath? See if you can do Dead Ringer for Love. Yeah, there we go. There we go. It's, 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 well, I just thought of something uh, rude. Okay. You're going to say I meet love? No, no, I was thinking about Dead Ringer for Love. Oh, okay. (laughs) Turns out he will do that for love. While you're you're thinking about your candy confectionery. Yes. The other night I mentioned, I mentioned something to you and your reaction said to me, you've got a story about him or something. I just wondered if you can, uh, I've missed something. I've only just started listening to your show since the jungle. Yes. And if I've missed something in the past. Okay. Well, about what was, remind was me. Howard Jones. I'm I... a big fan. No one, no one is to blame. It's probably one of my favourite songs of all time. Um, I've seen him on a couple of occasions. But you just sort of, not raised your no, eyebrows. No, no, it's just we've know? tried to get him on the show a few times and I think right. he's been promised a couple of times, hasn't he? Yeah, there's there's this one guy who keeps sending me really tempting um, prospects and every time I right. write to him he says, yeah, 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 I'll, I'll sort it out for you and then it goes dead and yeah. then I just get another list of very tempting right. prospects. So we, we've, how, we've, good we've, we've how good would it be to have him, have him with his keyboard and Pugwash with the guitar together in your studio? Well, here's the thing. Pugwash is, is going to come in with... Um, Nick Kershaw. Nick, Nick not Nick no. Kershaw. Haywood. Nick Haywood, thank Nick you. Haywood, yeah. But I've met, I have Brilliant. met Howard Jones. When I, I took my two boys to go and see um, Bare Naked Ladies last year, Howard Jones was the special guest. Yeah. And we got yeah. to go to the after-show party. And uh, right. Howard Jones was there. And I just thought, oh, this, my sister used to love Howard Jones. And I said, Howard, mm. would you mind having a picture of my boys? You know, I think you... And um, yeah. he did. He had a picture of my lads. I've interviewed Howard Jones. Yeah, nice guy. He's lovely. Got a really good reaction yeah. at the Roundhouse. Oh, good Oh, it'd be awesome if you can get him on. That'd be fantastic. But um, I used to have this excellent. really brilliant contact who was mates with him. So rather than going through a publicity person, yeah. it would be him. But I've lost don't, touch. Don't with hold him. your breath, Simon. Don't hold your breath. Thank you for that, mate. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. We got a Mike. We got a Matt. We got a Simon. So we got a, a, a musical confectionery shop. We've got um, celebrities whose initials are JL. Um, uh, what trophies have you got? And what tat have you got from famous people that, that is worthless? You couldn't get rid of it on eBay if you tried, but you've got it and it's in a drawer somewhere. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is the late night alternative with me and Leon Tour Radio. Uncut after-hours conversation for the up-all-night generation. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Um, oh, we had a nice email from um, Jenny who came and saw us. In uh, Dublin. Thanks, Jenny. Hope you, I really hope you enjoyed it, guys. Really hope you enjoyed it. It was great. It was a great time. We had a great time. Uh, we really enjoyed it. Really managed to soak up the uh, Irish culture there. Northern Irish culture. Got to be careful, mate. No, I was talking about Dublin, mate. All so right. you just ballsed up. Well. There we go. Uh, let's go to Matt. Good evening, Matt. Good evening. How are you? Can I just say to everyone that's tweeting me, um, celebrities whose initials are JL, 
I'm blocking you. Or phone be- in. Phone- Thank you, Matt. Thank you. Phone in. It's not a tweeting show. I don't want to sound like um, Spend Love, but it's not. It's not a tweeting show. It's a blooming phone in show. Phone in, you slackers. Pull your finger out your ass. We even call you back. It don't cost you nothing. Anyway, exactly. Matt, you've called in, and I respect you. Slackers. Yeah. Well, you slackers. know, try to do one's best. Um, JL. Um, I was thinking Jessica Lange. Oh, is that how you say it, Lange? I, uh, well, it I was worried about Lang, that. Lang, Lang, but I like I, Lange. Just sounds better. Oh, j- um, um. Oh no, I was going to say Angela Lansbury, but I, one of those letters is incorrect. I'm not quite sure which one, but we'll just we'll just leave it there. Um, Jangela Lansbury. Jangela Jangela Lansbury. Um, oh, J- Jennifer Lopez. Oh yes. There we go. Yeah. I'm going to write J Lo. No, I'm, I'm going to write J Lo, and I'm going to write Jennifer Lopez. They're the same person. No. I think of them differently. J-Lo is um, the Jenny from the block, mm. and um, Jennifer Lopez is the movie star of Anaconda, um, which is a Anaconda. Great. Anaconda. It's the worst film in the world. It's not. It's a great movie. It's about a killer snake. I love... I, here's the thing, oh. right? Here we go, and I'm going to confess. I've, I've said this before. I'm, it's not a good confession. I really like Jennifer Lopez movies. But, uh, but you've not seen Outside, which is the best one. Which one's out? The one with George Clooney. Yeah, it's brilliant. She gets yeah, locked in the boot with George Clooney. Sizzles. I think I might have seen very that good. one. Uh, my favourite one is the one where she's a victim of domestic vi- violence, and then she learns like ninja skills, and she goes and murders him. Oh, that's my favourite one. Oh, and the one where she has it off with a schoolboy, and then he blackmails her, <laughs> and then she kills him. Okay, there's case. A, okay. Well, yeah. there's a pattern for me. Yeah, there. the one where she's um she's a, a predatory nonce. Oh, 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 John Lithgow. Thank you very much indeed. In unrelated. Unrelated. Apart from the letters. Yeah, incident, of course. There we go. I was just thinking about... Um, John Lydon! John Lydon! Yeah. This is great. John Lloyd? Yeah. Who's he? He's a producer of um, Blackadder. Uh, yeah, no, no, five. move on. Move on, Matt. You've, you, yeah, oh, that, he's very famous. No, Matt. I'm not having the and a producer. He's a genius. No. 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 <laughs> Where would you be without producers, Ian? <laughs> oh, you're this particular producer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I tell you, I tell you where I would be without this producer. I would be um, better rested. I would be less grumpy. I would um, have not spent ten minutes dicking around in the pouring rain in um, uh, gr- uh, Great Yarmouth while you tried to find your telephone that you'd lost. Mm, okay, <laughs> that's where I'd be. Okay, right. Yep. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he's got you there. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna write in my little book of grievances because there's a whole load of things okay. that you've done to me right. that I would never bring up because we're mates. But wowzers! Well, hang on a minute. Well. Who told you we were mates? Because that is libelous. Well, you... <laughs> <laughs> there's another one. <laughs> um, we had. Uh, um, if we... we're not, I've got a tribunal. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, alive! You uh, okay? Um, uh, anyway, Matt, did we get to the meat and two veg of your call? Well, I mean, I, there was uh, some vague reasons calling in, but I don't, I don't know whether it's going to be of any interest. We can, or not. Uh, well, um, so we can get to the vague reason of your call. Sure, Ian will tell you if it's. <laughs> I signed up yesterday uh, for Tinder. Oh. Which I've never done before. I've never done any um, online kind of dating stuff or anything like that. But I thought, wow. well, never mind. You know, why not go for it? So I downloaded the app and I started swiping and swiping and swiping. All the uh, left swipes. That means people... that's on the phone, isn't it? The swipe he's referring. Yeah, to. Yeah, if you swipe yeah. left, you you say no, thank you, and if you swipe right, you say yes. yes I would yeah. like I would like to to become more involved in your environment. But it's um, like left, uh, leave it right, all right. Left is Lu- Lucy. Yeah. Left, lefty Lucy. 
I, was, I found myself just swiping left the whole time because, I mean, some of them look like they should be in What's the one... There's one where it's for famous people. What's it called? I- Iveda or something. I've, I've, uh, there's one... Because they mentioned it in the jungle. I mean, someone had been on it in the jungle. Um, uh, um, uh, and it's, it's, for fa- it's only for famous people. But then you kind of think... Well, God, that's a bit. That's a bit weird, isn't it? I, it's I'm, a bit odd. It's like the blue tick thing on Twitter, though. I've never really got that. Oh, either. they give a blue tick to everyone, don't they, Kath? Oh, sorry. Awkward. Awkward. So what? So what's happening? So you're on. You're you're yeah. on there. Has anyone swiped right for you? Yeah, this is the amazing thing. I mean, I was absolutely astonished. I had two matches today, um, and started messaging, and we're just sort of talking about shared interests and, you know, what sort of we do and keep, yes. you know, job-wise and what do we do for entertainment and hobbies and You fun. have sex with random people you've met on a phone app, yes. Well, that, yeah, nope. not 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 part of my nope. initial plan, I have nope. to say. But, um, yeah, and I was just curious how other people have found it because I found that, you know, you start chatting and it's all very pleasant and then I got to a point where I was thinking, well... I don't want to say the obvious thing is, like, are we going to go on a date or something, because it sounds needy. But then the conversation well, 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 is It so. sounds needy. You're on Tinder. You're on a dating app, mate. Because what no, is needy dating, about saying, dating. by the way, should we, should we actually take this to the next stage of, of meeting and having a coffee? No, first yeah. of all you've got to do is do a Google image search. Yeah. Make sure that um, you're meeting that person and it's not just someone they've pulled off, um, you know, hot, off. Hot, hot birds on um, <laughs> Google. Oh, I'm assuming it's women. It may not be. It may not be. It's it 20, is. No, it is. It is yeah. so what's boring in my? What's in your my age, day. Matt? How old are you? That's a very personal question to no, ask a lady. I'm just, um, I'm just imagining. I'm 44. Oh, I was going to say 42. I was going to say 42. Um, well, then, mate, you you you're like me. Um, time is a running out, buddy. <laughs> Get, you haven't <laughs> got you time for the niceties. Just just say, can we? No, look, can we? I, I, I view it more that I've I've done my my bits. I've been married and I've had long term relationships, and this was just a, a kind of an almost um, scientific experiment, just kind of yeah. see what the other what, what it's supposed to be like. And I'm not really sure, even if I did connect with somebody, that I wouldn't necessarily want to meet anyone. But I just wasn't sure. Whether other people think you just because I'm, I'm sure for women on on Tinder and other apps like that it must be a completely different experience to, for men because I'm you know I may be lucky that I've got two matches and that'll be my lot. Yeah. I would have thought that women will probably just find themselves getting inundated. And... What does a what does a match mean? Does a match mean that they that just that they've swiped right for you or do, 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 so do... we both swipe right? So I've swiped right on them and then either oh. so I had one one where I swiped right and then it announced that I had been matched already. And then another one where so I So she'd seen you previously and swiped right, and then yeah. you'd seen her. And how does yeah. but how does it do that? It, it, you obviously you like input, like like bands you like and food you like. No, and stuff. it's not even that. I just put a photo it's of myself, photo. and it's an extremely flattering photo which I took from an extremely high angle with a yeah, filter. Of course. Um, and then wrote a little bit of blurb about you know I'm um, I've got a couple of kids. I'm looking for. Um, people to hang out with and maybe have but a relationship. But with. hang on, what the, there must be millions of people on Tinder. What are the odds of three people? It turns out swiping right for each other. What are the odds of that? that must well, you be set, you set your age parameters and your distance parameters. So I'm only looking for people who are kind of around my age because I don't want to start perving on no. you know people in their early thirties, and I don't want to be getting involved with people in their sort of sixties. No, um, well. 
And then I'd set the, the, like, the distance to, I think, 30 kilometres radius, which yeah. I thought was probably too far, actually. But, um, yeah. you know, anyway. So, and then you, you, get, you get presented with this smorgasbord of, uh, of individuals who are hoping that you might swipe right on them, yeah. um, most of whom are, you know, frightening. And, um, you know, so then I got a couple of matches, which I was amazed about, because I really wasn't expecting to get any matches no, at all. I'm getting the feeling with you, you just went on there to see if anyone would fancy you. Yeah, that's probably it, really. Yeah. But then, but then I know that the photo that I've put on there is very flattering. It's you know I deliberately chose the best, most flattering photo I could take. And if they ever actually met me, they'd probably Whoa. go, "Oh my god!" Well, what? newsflash: they've done the same thing, and it's probably taken them twice well, as long. Yeah, true. Maybe. Yeah, mate. Listen, I don't um, know. it's all complicated. It's complicated, isn't it? It's complicated. All this. Dating I, stuff. I um, the best up. way. The best way I found to um, get with someone is to like them from a distance for five, six, seven years and then <laughs> get your mate to say to them, my mate fancies you. Well, and be 18. No, I saw I, I, saw I got with T- Tessa when, I, I, when I, I, I met Tessa in Edinburgh and I fell head over heels in love with her. And I was just too... And she obviously liked me, but I was just too nervous. And then at one New Year's at Alexandra Palace, I got Mackenzie to say... Um, I think a friend of mine really likes you. She's like, oh, yeah, who's that? He's like, oh, it's, um, uh, it's Ian. He's over there. And she's like, oh, no, I really like him too. Boom. So and that's the best way, man. It lasted for eight years. Oh. Yeah. OK. Yeah, we still speak to each other from time to time, ten years, ten years later, twelve years later. Yeah. OK. Yeah, I mean, that, that does kind of rely on you having reliable friends, which is a bit of an issue for me at the moment. But, um, oh, Oh, well, hang on. We've only got two minutes, and then we've got to go on. What? What? what, what how has your friend? How have your friends betrayed you? Well, I wouldn't say they've betrayed me, but there's been a couple of matchmaking attempts in the past, which have been absolutely disastrous in terms of literally both of us have walked into the you know, the venue where we've been sort of arranged to have a blind date, and just been like instantly both, you know, not Repulsed. just me, but but her as well. It's got absolutely no way. Yeah. Uh... Um, I wouldn't do a blind. I couldn't do a blind it. date. That would be. I've never done a blind date. That would be. I've never had a successful blind date. which no. probably speaks volumes about me. No, of course not. That um, wouldn't work. Well, Matt, I wish you the best of luck in, in uh, your Thank your you. journey that we call life. If any other callers after the news have any views on the correct usage of Tinder, I'd be delighted to hear. Them. All right, mate. I'll set the topics. Thanks very much Thank you. for calling. <laughs> um, if anyone's got any views, I will do it after the news on the correct usage and ways to use Tinder. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. He's not ready. Um, I so much I wanted to ask him, um, um, but we've we got like a, almost a full switchboard. We've got eight calls lined up, which is unprecedented. It's because we're doing a silly game. But I wanted to ask him about when he got when he got divorced and you know all of that kind of stuff. Well, there's plenty of time for that, guys. I'm here for another two years. Deal with it. Um, Jerry, Mark, Tony, Julie, Ian, Mike, Alex, Simon, stay there. We will come to you after the news. We've got two lines free. Um, which is unusual on a Monday to have uh, only two lines free. What have we got so far? Okay, we've got plenty. Um, we have got celebrities whose initials are J and L. We'll go through the list when we come back. Jan Leeming. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, we have got what trophies and awards have you won and what bits of tat have you got from celebrities that at the time seemed so important and, and, and almost talismanic 
Um, but but you open the drawer now, or maybe your husband or your your children opens the drawer and goes, "What? Why have you got that tiny little bit of cloth? Ah, it's it's a bit of shirt that I ripped from Morrissey." Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. reply without the strings man alive i'm going through i'm going to go through a little bit of what can only be described as um a a nick drake kick i got what what magazine was it i'm reading i'm reading some magazine it's not it might be uncut i'm not sure and it was i was spoiled normally a magazine music magazine these days will have i'll buy it if it's got one story i'm in sometimes i'm i'm interested in sorry if sometimes i'm lucky and there'll be two stories that i'm interested in this um uncut magazine i believe it was uncut we'll double check it in a bit has three nick drake michael nesmith and michael love of the beach boys wowzers what a what a gas i'm in reading all about nick drake and i'm um oh, i'm gonna go through those cds guys if you if you've not got nick drake go go and get into it oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand so so far celebrities beginning with uh, whose initials are jl 
Jan Leeming, John Lydon, Jack Lemon, John... Jerry Lewis, John Lennon, did I say that? Yes. Joe Lewis. Joe, uh, Joe Louis, I think his name is. Jay Lennon. Jonah Louis. Jonah Louis, thank you very much indeed. Yeah, here we go. They all get... I don't know. He's, anyway. um, J-Lo, Jennifer Lopez, Jessica Lange, John Lithgow... And so far, that's all we've got, guys. That's all we've got. I've got, got another one. Yep. Jennifer Lawrence. No, don't know who that is. She's a youngster. Beautiful. And she's on the list. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. What trophies, what awards have you got? And what bit of tat have you got from a celebrity that at the time meant so much? Um, but now you cannot explain to your children just why you have Bernard Breslau's button in a, a, a tin. Let's go to Julie. Good evening, Julie. Good evening, Ian. Good evening, Pat. Hiya, Julie. Hello. Um, I've got a couple of JLs. OK, cool. You. Let's have it. Let's be having it. I've, I've, I've got three. I've got... It's <laughs> to show the age that I'm... Janet Lee. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. From uh, the lady who got murdered um, in, in Psycho. Psycho. Yeah, and yep. she was married um, to your... Tony Curtis. No. There we go. Tony. Really? Yeah. You've got your Julie London. Oh, yes. Yeah, we'll have Julie London. Uh, I know Janet... Juliet Lewis. Yes. Going back to Janet Lee, you know she's Jamie Lee Curtis's mum. Yep. No. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, who's okay? Well, who's okay? Who's Jane? Who's Jamie Lee Curtis married to? Oh. Ooh. Isn't it um, a, a lord of some kind? Yes, he's a lord. No. Yes. Who is it? It's Christopher Guest, who is Nigel Tufnell in Spinal Tap, yeah. the lead guitarist in Spinal Tap. Do, do, would, would you like a hat, sir? What size? What size would you like? I'm afraid we don't have that. That's it. She's married to him. Wow. Yeah, she's married to him. Um, um, what was Juliet Lewis's song? Oh, I can't remember what her group was either. Juliet Lewis and the the the, the spin doctors, the, the witch finders, no, and the the, the, um, the runaways, no, uh, Jet. Hang on a minute, uh, Juliet. I've got Julie London. Um, I've not got Juliet Lewis on my old computer. Oh well, these things happen. These things happen. Um, I've also got some sort of silly memorabilia. Everyone who's tweeting them, you will get blocked. Phone in. <laughs> Phone in. Stop tweeting them, you absolute cretin. <laughs> this is right up there with taking a photo, do, taking a film portrait. Philip Boyd, right? <laughs> Philip Boyd. Yeah, John Legend. That's a great one, and I know he is. He's a young, he's a young um, hip hop musician. He's a, <laughs> he's into his soul music, right? But I'm not putting him on the list, Philip, because. You've not called in, mate. You've tweeted it. You are Broken Britain. You are Brexit. You're the reason Sarah Harding won um, the last series of Celebrity Big Brother. You're the reason Trump is in. Uh, you're, you're basically everything that is wrong with this country is you, Brexit. Philip. I said Brexit. Philip Boyd, it's you, baby. It's you. Anyway, what else do you got for us, Judy? Um, I've got some celebrity memorabilia, yes. which um, I had a massive round with my husband about about two weeks ago because I found out that he'd thrown it out. Right. Um, oh. And that was, there was, um, do you remember the band Curiosity Killed the Cat? Of course I do, Ben Volpeliopio. Exactly, Ben Volpeliopio. He, oh. well, she, 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 a... she really is a fan, she can say his name properly. <laughs> that's uh, yeah, that's something. Yeah, the beret in the same style. Um, well, he called in to, uh, this is going back, obviously, to, I mean, uh, uh, maybe 1989, maybe, something like that. Yes. And he had called into a pub uh, local to where I live, where my friend's elder brother worked. Uh. 
And so I was not the age of 18, but there was big talk of, oh, guess what, because cat went into the checkers park. I've got... Look, can and, I just stop you for a second, Julie? Yeah. Like, I've got no idea. There were so many connections in this story. And my brain is so addled by having... I've literally had um, about six hours sleep in the last 48 hours. I've got no idea where this is going, but it sounds Don't look good. at me for help. I there's, can't. A, there's a strong vibe. A strong vibe. OK, go on. Strong vibe. Yeah. My friend's brother worked in the pub. Yes. And so he took the bar mat, you know, the, the paper bar mat that you put your glass on. Well, a, <laughs> beer mat. He, beer mat. The beer mat, a, that's it. Paper bar mat. mat. <laughs> Have yeah, you ever been into a pub? One. It's like, you know, the cardboard ones, the one that you like. Yes, I know what a beer mat is. I don't know what a paper bar mat is, but yes. <laughs> that's what I meant, beer mat, sorry. Yes. Um, <laughs> and he picked up the one that Ben Volpillier Piro had had his bike. There on. we go. Celebrity beer mats. I'd watch that on uh, the, the National Geographic. And so the, I, so the other day, um, so I had this box of basically random stuff, like cards from when um, I was going out with my husband when I was 15 and things like that. Real just old tickets from cinemas that I went to on first dates when I was 16. Yeah. And I went to find the folder and my husband said it was just full of old paper. I chucked it all out. And I realised that that's where the bar mat was. And I it's no, it's, it's, it, well, he probably chucked it away because you were calling it a bar mat and he'd never heard of it. <laughs> yeah. If you said a beer mat... Yeah. I'm in beer mat. Beer mat bar mat. Okay. I, I think maybe you should stay away for beer for a month, just to see if you can. Um, 0344 499 1000. Se- second call from New York. It's John. Good evening, John. Why, good evening, Ian. This is such a treat. I tweeted before about how happy I was to accidentally find oh. you on here after discovering you a couple weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, you celebrity. John lives in. So, John had never heard of me until a few weeks ago. He watched I'm a Celebrity in New, in New York. We'll get to that in a second. And then he was listening to talk radio because he wanted to find Eamon Holmes. Right. And then he discovered that I was on there as well. So, this is all. Uh, hey, how, why were you watching I'm a Celebrity in New York? Well, to be quite honest, I have quite an ITV addiction. <laughs> oh, wow. And that's why you were looking for Eamon Holmes, too. Oh, dude. Yes, I, I watch I watch Celebrity Juice, Release the Hounds, The Only Way is Essex, <laughs> This Morning, Judge Rinder. Oh, I love, I love Release the Hounds. I'm not convinced. Um... Uh, I'm not convinced about Judge Rinder. But why? where does this come from, John? Because you're obviously American. So how, how has this addiction developed? Mm-hmm. Well, we watched Graham Norton, which is on BBC America. Okay. And he made several jokes about The Only Way is Essex, which we had never seen. Yeah. And then I subscribed to Hulu, which has that on it. Yeah. And between Thanksgiving and Christmas, we watched 13 series of it to get current, and I needed <laughs> to figure out how we could continue to watch it live when it came back on in a couple of weeks. And two years later, I've developed quite the ITV addiction. Wow, man alive! You are you are you are living um, La Vida Loca. Um, I'll, I'll tell the bods at ITV because I'm in there later in the week. I will tell them, and they will, will will probably send you absolutely nothing except for their good wishes and a tip of the hat. But you deserve those good wishes, and you certainly deserve that tip of the hat, John. Well done, you. Thank you, thank you. And I have a JL celebrity for you. Oh, this is what I'm talking about, brother. Go on. How about Joey Lawrence? Whoa. Hang on. Who's... Yeah, he was in Blossom. That's who he was. He was like a bit of a, a bit of a hunk, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, but he was a you know dimbo. 
Yeah. He was kind of an early yeah. Joey from Friends before Joey from Friends. Well, yeah. What? Well, okay. Where, where are um, where are the cast of Blossom these days? She's Amy Farrah Fowler on The Big Bang Theory. She is. Oh, and, is she? Right. And he's bald and plays second banana to Melissa Joan Hart on this show called Melissa and Joey on some cable channel here. He's her manny. Well, hang on a minute. That's not... Melissa Joan Hart is um, Sabrina, Sabrina the, teenage the Teenage Witch, who I've worked with. I've worked with Sabrina. Yes. Um, and, but you won't have seen it because it was on a TV channel called Sky, so, which is not ITV. But... Um, yes, th- unfortunately, Sky is the one channel I have yet to be able to find a way to watch in America. Mate, you ain't missing nothing. Uh, they've not employed Oh, they have years. Stanley's Lucky Man. Yeah, they do. Oh, OK, OK. Um, uh, uh, but is, is, is that the reality show th- the, the, with Melissa no, no, Joan Hart? This, no, this is one where she, um, her sister passes on and she inherits her sister's three kids and she hires him to be the, the male nanny. Yeah. Okay, wow. And he's about as intelligent as he was on Blossom. Okay, well, we've got to be careful about male nannies. Scott Bio, everybody. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, he, which he denies everything. He denies everything. Um, um, well, Joe, listen, you've, you have... Uh, Joey Lawrence is going to... You're, that's my favourite submission into the Hall of JL, as I'm calling it now. Why? Why, thank you. It was such a pleasure talking to you. I'm going to have to call you again in the future. Yeah, please do, man. We came to... Uh, I was trying to think, when did we go to New York? I can't remember. What, Summer, wasn't it? What, what, what month? That's... Um, um, I don't remember what month we went. Ju- wasn't June. It wasn't August. I don't know. Maybe it was July. Uh, but we came to... We did the show from New York for a week last year. Oh, if you do that again, I would have to come. But I know you're not Sorry? a people person, so no. I don't know that no, I would No, we do, we do. I think we, we, are, we keep talking about um, we've been invited to Florida to do it, and I've just not had a chance to chase up because everything's been so busy. But um, we will, well, we, 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 we're going to come to America at some point. I don't know if we're going to go to New York again. But um, if we do, John, you'd be very, very happy, uh, very welcome to uh, come and join us for one of the shows. If you go to Florida, go to the Tampa Clearwater area, and I might just show All up. Right, well, that's where hey. it would be. Hey, okay, fine. All right, John, you're on. You're on. I'm going to send this woman an email this week, and we're going to sort it out, goddammit. Well, then you let me, I'll keep listening, and when you hear the date, I'll start booking my holiday and tell my dad to clean the spare room out. Nice Oy. one, man. Thank you, John. Take care, fella. You too. Good night. Tata, what a nice guy. Um, um, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Don't, don't reply on Twitter. Don't reply on Twitter. Don't reply on Twitter. This is the late night alternative with me, Ian Lee, on Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee, unfiltered night talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Um, hang on a second. Just turn the music up a bit, please. Just, I've just I've just opened Skype. If people want to, we'll try um, we'll try Skype. If people want to Skype in, you can. Late night alternative. Um, if you uh, want to give us a call on Skype, you can do that. Um, and I think I've got it set up so it should work. I think so. I think so. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. If you want to give us a call, if you want to Skype for free. 
from anywhere in the world. Um, late night alternative. Um, we don't always do the Skype because there are idiots out there, but sometimes we do. Um, so we'll we'll see how uh, we get on. Let's go to Vinny. Uh, evening, Vinny. What? Yeah. What? How you doing? I'm all right, man. How you doing? I got a little bit of indigestion, but I'm good. Yeah, uh, I, 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 there's a reason why I called up. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, I was wondering if you could help me. Yeah, of course. I'm thinking of writing a, a book. Okay, yeah, that's a good idea. So the, it's a good idea to think about writing a book, yes. A novel. Okay. It's about hmm? a, a person who yes. gets uh, rid of bodies. Um, but he doesn't kill them. No. He gets paid. He, Do you mean he he's paid. an undertaker or is he Harvey Keitel in those adverts? No, no. He's well, he's a con- undertaker, but he's, he's a, what? a rogue. He's, he's a what? He's he's a, he's, a, he's, a, he's an undertaker. Yeah, okay. Moving on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he he only takes bodies that that be murdered or whatever. Okay. Yeah, and um, gets paid. Yeah. Okay. Um, right. So he's he's an undertaker that specialises in murder victims. I believe in the criminal fraternity they would call him a cleaner. Well, is he? But well, does he do it? Do, is it the murderer? That calls him up to get rid yeah. of the, the the body. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's okay. he's so, like so, a, yeah. it's not a hitman. No, no. He's, yeah, he's not doing the murders. But he's getting rid of the bodies okay. because uh, yeah. uh, um, bodies uh, leave evidence. Sorry. Uh, huh? Bodies leave body. bodies. Dead bodies leave evidence. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, to the murderer in it. The dead bodies leave evidence to the murderer in it. OK, yep, I'll get that, yep. Is, is that the first line of your novel? Because <laughs> it may need a little work. Yeah, that's why I need your help. OK. Once upon a time, start with that. <sighs> okay. Yeah, I've got uh, the title. Yeah, go on. Blood Money. Oh, no, it's good. That's good. Blood money. Hasn't hasn't Jeffrey Archer written a book called Blood Money? It sounds the kind of uh, okay. Why is it called Blood Money? Because he he gets paid in blood. They pay him in bags of blood, sacks well, of got, blood. No, uh, he's got uh, blood on his hands in uh, well, like a. Has he literally got blood on his hands? Well, no, in a metaphorical sense. Okay. So, uh, well, no, he well, hasn't. Well, hang on. Who's who? So, has anyone got blood on their hands? Well, he kind of does because he cuts up the bodies and stuff like that. Oh, he cuts them up now, does he? Well, he could. He could cut them up if he's say burying them or whatever. Does he not wear gloves? Because I mean, if he's trying to keep the evidence intact, don't forget that dead bodies leave evidence to the murderer in it. (laughs) Yeah, but it won't leave leave it to him though. Listen, what you need to do, Vinny. Um, yeah. is you just need to crack on with it and start yeah. writing it, man. Just start writing it. All right. On the computer or uh, writing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Shorthand or longhand? Well, can you do shorthand? No. Right. So, no, then. Don't do it in shorthand. Don't worry about joined up. Just, just... Okay. I, I tell you what, Vinny. If you, yeah. if you write a chapter... Yeah. I'll, I, I'll read it out on the air for you. All right, then. Yeah? OK, then. Okay, all mate. Right, then. Yeah? Thank you. Uh, how's, your, how's your mum doing? Is she all right? Yeah, she's all right. All right, Benny. Take care, fella. All right, bye. Ta-ta. We're never going to hear from him again.
I do, I do think that there's, there's the, 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 one of the things I'm learning as I get older and, and um, uh, as time starts to run out for me. Well, time starts. Time has been running out for, for everyone since the day they were born. Let's, you know, let's uh, be, be honest. But um, the, the, more I th- the, the, the one lesson I've learnt in life is just do it. If you've got an idea for something, just do it. Just go and do it. If you want to write a book, go and write a book. It's like we, we had when we had the idea for the rabbit hole. We could have talked about it for ages. We just went and did it. We just booked a place and did it. I want to make um, uh, like a short documentary about um, Marnie Coppola. I'm going to do it. I'm probably going to book a week off later in the year. I'm going to get get some guests, you know, people lined up. And I've spoken to her about it. And she's up for it. I'm going to go to New York and just film her for a week. And make a, I'm just going to do it. Just going to do it. Um, and the more I... I the, uh, the, I told Catherine an idea I had for a film. Right, Don't, don't say what it is. Right? Remember the, on the, 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 the plane... Do you, remember, you don't remember, do you? Mm. I told you I had an idea for a, for a, like a documentary that I wanted to make about, right, and I was going to be in it. Mm. You don't remember it? Jeez. I you have a lot of ideas. What is the point of telling you things? Right. Anyway, I'm not going to say what it is because the more I think about it, the more I think it could be the greatest, could be the greatest thing I ever do. Could be what I was put here to do is to make this one film. This could this could be the pinnacle of of everything. I mean, how can you not remember? I'm going to write. I mean, uh, I that, can't remember anything today. That. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that. The more I think about it, I've been thinking about it a lot. The more I think about it, the more I think. Just do it. Just do it. And it would annoy a lot of people. It would upset a lot of people. It would confuse a lot of people. That's always a sign and of would, a good thing. It would, And it would make me laugh. It would make me laugh if I could pull it off. But I'll have a go. I learn the most from my failures. I learn the least from my successes. So I've learned a lot. Um, <laughs> evening, Tony. Hi, good evening. Good evening, Yep, yep. Yeah. I've got three uh, famous people, JL. Go on. Uh, Jason Lee. Who's that? He was in uh, the Channel 4 series called My Name is Earl. Uh, he's not that... He's not that famous, though. Oh, he is. He's famous. He's, well, he's, uh... well, he's in my... Where else, right, where else has he been in? Oh, well, yeah. Uh, right. I'd have to double-check that. No, I'm not having that. No, I'm not having that. Oh, come on. I'm being, I'm being harsh now. And part, I, I've got to be honest, Tony. Part of the reason I'm being harsh is because my, my sheet of paper is getting quite full. <laughs> I think it'd be choosy. <laughs> so I've, I've, well, we, there, there are way more JLs than I was expecting. So um, I've, I've, I've got to... I've got, I've to got be... two more here as well. All right. Well, I hope you've not started off with your best. I hope we're working up. <laughs> we are. Josh, Josh Lucas. He was in A Beautiful Mind with uh, Russell Crowe and the Sweet Home Alabama film. I'm really hoping the third one's a, a home run. <laughs> <laughs> You're taking this very, very well, Tony. Thank you. Go on. Good law. Hey! <laughs> it's all right, because he's saved by the bell. Jude Law wasn't in Saved by the Bell, but I just felt that that was triumphant music. Jude Law And is... that was one award I won at school. Yeah, go on. Uh, the Bag of Four Gymnastics Award. Oh, the the Bag of Four. Bag of Four was quite... That was quite advanced, wasn't it? 
Oh yeah, yeah. I don't think we could do it now though. What did you What did you have to do to get the bagger for? Oh, do you know what? I can't remember. It was about seven or eight at the time. Flipping. What was the um? Because obviously there's the pommel horse, which is great fun. I used to like the feel of it, that sort of suede feel. <laughs> you, you know when you're like six, seven, eight, and feelings, um, they're arousing, but you don't know that they're... Do you know, do you know what I mean? You don't know that they're arousing, but they create some... Touching some things when you're that age just sort of create a fluttering. You're not saying you get an erection or anything. You might do a bit... <laughs> But you, you, you keep fluttering in your stomach. You don't know what it is. And looking back, it's like that funny feeling you used to get when you climbed the ropes. Do you remember climbing the ropes? To say that. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. you didn't know why, but it felt good. <laughs> felt good. I, I, I can remember that in primary school. Yeah, in primary school. Literally, at the age of six, getting turned on, getting horny, <laughs> climbing the ropes. And, but you didn't know that's what it was. You just knew that it was a feeling and it was intense and it was... Um, it, it made my head go a bit funny, and um, and and the pommel horse did that as well. Um, <laughs> what was the the beam? Uh, the, beam the beam. The beam always used to scare me. The box. What was the box? The box was the one that was usually made up of like four, three or four sections. You could build it higher or lower. Yeah. And it was a bit like the pommel horse, except it was solid and kind of tapered towards um, a suedey top. But normally the sides were wooden. Do you remember that? So you could jump onto it with a springboard. Yeah, that was the horse. No, pommel horse is different. Oh, what's a, oh god! I've been getting turned on about. I, mean, I wonder. I've been. I've been typing the wrong. <laughs> pommel thing horse has into, got like handles on it. I've so been you can... typing the wrong thing into Pornhub. <laughs> oh my! No be, careful, be careful if you type pommel horse in. Yes, uh, uh, Tony. Well, well done on your bagger for you. Should, you, you and your parents should be very proud of yourself. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is the late night alternative. My name is Ian Lee. You are listening to Talk Radio, maybe on DAB, maybe you've downloaded the app, or perhaps you're listening online at talkradio.co.uk. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on air and off the leash on Talk Radio. Um, we're an hour, about an hour away. From finding out if Matt has, he's halfway through the King of Comedy, the film that I think, because he'd stolen some discarded set from the David Letterman, late night David Letterman show. And I said, well, you're like Rupert Pupkin. And there was a, and he's in New York and there was a silence. He'd never seen the King of Comedy. So we're about, we're about an hour away from um, getting uh, his, um, I bet. I think he might be a bit offended. <laughs> Well, I I think he, he he's a he's a savvy guy. He'll get it. He'll he'll get what we're doing, and I think he will um, uh, come on and go. Uh, it's a great film. You've changed my life. Thank you very much indeed. Oopsie Daisy. Let's go to Mel. Evening, Mel. Hello. Hello, Mel. What have you got? Right. Okay. So, in the spirit of just doing it, as you were saying, yes, I want you to help me find a man. Oh. Oh, here we go. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I've just come out of a, a, a bad breakup, and I'm not exactly what you'd call a catch. Um, so it'll be oh. a bit of a task for you. <laughs> oh, well, well, hang on, why, now hang on a second. Let me let me be the judge of that. Okay, what? well, let me tell you how my last date went. Yeah. All right. I meet this guy. Yes. Very nice, hot American. You know, on paper, ideal. So yes. we go out for drinks. It's all lovely. Yes. Um, he comes back to my house, cheeky, I know, but, you know, I'm 38 years old, and what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're, play, you're playing safe. You've got, you've got, um, I've got to say, because we're out of, you've got, you got rubber johnnies. Yeah. Yeah. And I've got a really vicious basset hound, so, oh. you know, any mess in, and I just set her on him, oh, you know, okay. we're all Wowzers. good. So, 
He leans in yes. for, the, for the kiss, and I'm ready for the butterflies. And do you know what happens? You wet yourself. I burst into tears. Oh, oh no. Mate, hey, come on. Right? What, what was that all about? That's interesting. Well, it was just like, um, you know, you've been in a relationship forever, and yeah. suddenly you kiss someone new for the first oh, time. Yeah. It was that. It was like I felt like a bit like it was a bit of a betrayal. So I go upstairs, ring my neighbour, he's also my best mate, and say, you've got to come round and say that you need me. I've got to get rid of him. Which oh, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. Could, could you, could, because, could, listen, if I was, was a lady and I, and I went to kiss her and she burst into tears, right, <laughs> I would, I would, I, of course I would take it personally, of course she would, um, but I'd also, you know, say, look, what's the deal here? Do you want me, do you want me to stay and we can have a, literally have a cup of coffee? Do you, should I go? What's the... Well, I didn't give him chance for that, because I just went, I just need a minute and I ran upstairs. Yeah. Anyway, my neighbour said to me, look, don't be mean, go and explain everything. Yeah. So I went downstairs, I said, listen, you're a great guy. He went, oh, here we go. I said, no, no, you really are, I'm not just well, saying hang it. Hang on a minute. <laughs> oh, here we go? I mean, dude, she burst into tears. Come on, don't <laughs> don't put a judgement on her. Here we go. Oh. <laughs> it was really nice. He said, um, it, you know when like someone rubs their hands down your side when they're giving you a cheeky kiss? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I don't want to get too, you know, PG-12, but, you know... He felt something, and I originally passed it off as a third breast, just to be funny. Yeah. Um, but actually, it's an ICD, which is a, an internal defibrillator. And uh, so he says to me, what does it do? And I said, oh, you know, it shocks your heart if it goes into a dodgy rhythm. And I saw the look of panic on his face, so that was <laughs> in my Because well. well, then the pressure's on. If you're having sex <laughs> and you've got to keep a steady rhythm... <laughs> That is well. Good. Also, how offensive if your heart doesn't skip a beat? He's well, thinking exactly. I'm doing nothing yeah. for her. Yeah. But I did explain to him that in the pamphlet it says that if it does go off during sex, they get a nice tingle. I'm on. Hang on, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Because uh, there is so much to take in here. <laughs> so you've got a, you've got a defibrillator. Is it in inside you, or yeah. you, you? So you, it's in your body. Yeah. So you've got a problem with your heart. Yeah. And so, so this, all this does is if your heart gets a bit regular, it just kind of gives you a little shock. Doom. A little shock? Oh. That's a bit of an understatement. It could be... <laughs> is, it, is it like a, a clear? Clear! Yeah, it's, that's exactly what it is. Mate, this is awesome! <laughs> I'm going to say something that I really shouldn't. I want to have sex with this lady. <laughs> because I want to... Um... Yeah, I am so game. And, uh, you know, oh. we have a friend in common as well, so... Oh, let, God, let... in that case, probably best not to. Um, so, but hang on. So, uh, and if the... All right, guys, um, she said PG-12, which is, that's kind of an American thing. What it means is if you've got young people, turn off, right? Yeah, definitely. So let me just get this straight. You are saying you have an internal defibrillator that gives yeah. you electric shock if your heart goes a bit funny and it's clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if a gentleman, I'm going to say something, but we're adults. Okay. If a gentleman is inside you. Yeah. When that happens. He gets a nice tingle. In his winkle. All over. All over? Yeah. What, like touching the electric fence with it? Yeah, is it like... nice, but no, that's, that's not nice. Is but, it, yeah, is nice, it like a tingle. Is it like when you lick a nine-volt battery, but with your nice. penis but inside nice. a lady? Oh, my God. I'm guessing it's kind of like a, if you turn the voltage full whack on a rabbit, you know. I don't mean a pet rabbit, I mean... Don't do know. that for crying out loud! <laughs> um, gosh, um, wowzers. This is the um, most sexy, weird... Hideous, horny story I've ever heard in my life. Okay. So then, right? Yes. I t- you know, I can see the look of oh shit. Oh, excuse me. I oh, oh, listen. Don't you worry about that. And I said, uh, listen. I said, um, I uh, I'm going to be. I'm going to level with you right now. Uh, I don't think I'm ready. And he said to me, Did he leave because of your heart? 
are you ready for the violins? And I said, yes. And he said, there's a special place in hell for someone like him. Well, that turned me on straight away because anyone that hates your ex is immediately a winner, right? Oh, yeah. But um, <laughs> we go upstairs, and do you know what we did all night? Um, he tried, he tried to scare you so your heart stopped? <laughs> he cuddled me. I've oh. never felt so unsexy in all my life. Oh, but hang on, he's tr- he doesn't know what to do, so he's trying to be caring, and you're going, oh, God, don't be caring. And I'm like, God, go grab something, for God's sake. You know, it's, <laughs> it's on display. You're, you send- not- you're sending out very, yeah. very mixed signals. Mixed signals. <laughs> you didn't tell him then, I take it. The next day, he leaves, and I'm thinking, that's got to go down as one of the weirdest dates he's ever had. Yes. Surely that's it. Yeah. He asks me out again. So now I know that it's obviously because he wants to have a bit with someone with an ICD, right? I'm not daft, but I had to say no because I'd cried in front of him and that's just something well, that I'm never going to get out of my head. Every, is, every time I think I've got a handle on this story, you pour oil all over it and I drop it on the floor. So you can't go out... But, I mean, do you fancy him? Uh, well, I mean, you know, I've... He's got a pulse. No, she doesn't. <laughs> no, you can do better. You can do better. You'll you, you, you find that you, you, you can do better than that. Do you know what it is? Yeah. Right, I think I've got to a stage in my life where I'm living with this device in me now, which mm. is a constant reminder that you don't know what's around the corner. Yeah. And you you waste so much time thinking, yeah. and so much time, you know. I don't know. I'm just. I just don't want to waste time. I want to find a really exciting guy that wants to live a bit, and you know do cheeky stuff and, do you know what I mean, doesn't care about the the heavy in life anymore. I just, yes. So I'm here on the radio because I hear that, that, I don't know if I'm allowed to say, I do I do radio sometimes and I don't know if you're allowed to name sites, but, mm. you know, the idea of swiping left or right seems pretty brutal to me. This yeah. seems quite normal. <laughs> um, well, but, yeah, but all of our listeners are deviants. Yeah, I mean, but unless I'm that's what that. you're after. You're, yeah, she's oh, what yeah, she's after. deviants, yeah. Okay, wowzers, this is, um, well, if anyone wants to <laughs> have it off tingle. with Mel, <laughs> little tingle in the dingle. Um, what kind of area are you in? Uh, I'm in Lancashire, but we'll travel for the right kind of tingle myself. Jeez. Oh, blimey, Mel. <laughs> um, uh, oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, <laughs> 1,000, um, uh, and you could win Mel, I guess, is, is what we're giving away. Now, hang on a minute, stay there, stay there. Um, Ricardo? How you doing, Ian? Yeah, good thanks, man. Ricardo, you, you haven't called in um, for this, but are you, are you where, what, what's going on in your life, Ricardo? Are you single? Are you courting? What's happening? No, I'm, uh, I'm uh, a little bit single at the moment. A little bit single? Hang on. And are you, are you, and I, I, I hate to say this because normally it was none of my business, are you um, uh, heterosexual, g- gay, where, 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 you, where, you, where are you facing these days? Well, these days, um, yeah, I quite like the girls. Okay, beautiful, oh, fine. a bit of a geese in here, right, darling? Away you go. Let's, 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 let's see if sparks fly, literally, so, uh, possibly. Ricardo, do you fancy a little bit of a tingle? <laughs> Well, I don't know what kind of tingle you're talking about. When when I was on hold, it sounded like an electric vibe. <laughs> but, you know, the expression, sparks will fly, we'd be able to yeah, say they really did. Sparks to fly, you know, all around my body. You know, <laughs> you know there's, uh, there's one meaning and another. 
You're well, like, yeah, you're right. But but you're overthinking this, Ricardo. Don't don't you just want to, you know, well, I'm not for it. I'm just thinking about health insurance. Ricardo, stay there. We'll come to you in a bit. That's <laughs> not... You, you, no, we don't want that. Um, let's try... Simon! Hello. Oh, God. <laughs> Hi. Simon, are you... Um, I think I know the answer to this. Are you single? I, I am single, yes. OK. <laughs> Would you like to have sex with a woman who um, has got a device... Just any woman. Any woman will do right now. OK. <laughs> if um, you... I feel so special. You, if you could get um, uh, tingling your dingle with Mel. Yeah. Oh, that sounds great. Are you up for that, Simon? She's in line, can I could be there in about an hour and a half. Can you really give me enough time to save my legs? <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> I'm sitting in a car park in Halifax at the minute. Right. Oh, he's, do- he's a dogger! <laughs> You're already a little bit occupied. <laughs> what are you doing in a car park in Halifax, Simon? I've just I've been to see downsizing at View. Is that a clinic? Uh, no, it's a, it's, it's a terrible, terrible, terrible film. Oh, was it? Well, yeah. you know, but the, but the uh, the advert for it, the trailer, made it look like it was going to be the best film in the whole wide world. That's kind of like me, to be honest. I, I do a great yeah. sell, and then uh, <laughs> you're better off just watching the trailer. All your best you. parts are in the trailer, are they? Yeah, but then again, you're not going to be here long enough for the full premiere. So. No, about two minutes, and then that'll be <laughs> I'm sure I wouldn't even need two minutes these days. I'm getting on. So how no, old are you, Simon? I'm, uh, I'm 30. You're 30. What's I'm, your idea I'm, of a perfect date? Uh, a, a one that lasts for more than about an hour. Oh, really? So you're looking for something serious, then? Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not fussed, you know. Just uh, go, to, go for a bit of food, a walk down the beach, maybe. Do you live near a beach? beach? Is there a beach near you? In Burnley? Loads. Loads of them. Oh, yeah. Well, there's some, there's some beaches at my way. I, I live uh, in Northumberland, the land of the beaches. Oh, is it, is it, is it beaches? <laughs> it's very, lots of beaches, lots of tinned beaches up there. Oh, nice. Okay. And what do you look like? Go on, give us a description. I'm very, very hunky. Oh. Um, Ian's, uh, Ian and Cass actually met me before, and they can they can assure you I'm a very hunky gentleman. We're not getting involved in this um, at all. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got a bit of a pot belly, but it's all right. You can look past that. Oh, of course I can. Um, yeah. um, bearded. I'm, I'm a little bit bearded. And go on, as, as we're PG-12, um, how would you yeah. excite me? Uh, what? Is this all right for the, on the radio? Yeah, you go for your life, fella. <laughs> go on. Um, oh, you put me on the spot, yeah. Oh, I've gone all giddy. Um, <laughs> how would I excite you? I would uh, take you to Tesco, um, the oh, 24-hour okay. Tesco. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, we'd go there at about one o'clock in the morning, because that's the best time to go, isn't it? Are we making love in the frozen food aisle? Well, we could do. It'll be nice and chilly. <laughs> um, we'd have a walk up and down the aisles first. We'd sort of make sure that, you know, the, the coast's clear. And yeah. uh, maybe maybe get a few condiments. I'm not going to lie. Um, you sound amazing, but you lost me at Tesco. Yeah, Simon, you blew right. it, buddy. I can feel yeah, it. You, sorry, man. You blew it, man. You, you had, you had, um, it was an open goal, 
Um, and well, there's no way to speak about Mel. Well, for God's sake, I'm easy, Catherine. <laughs> it's, it's, it's pretty <laughs> um, And you, 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 you blew it, Simon. You, uh, yeah, honestly, right. you what? Blew what? Blew what? Yeah, exactly. It should have been me blowing it. Yeah, okay, oh, right, okay. Right, right, okay, right, fine. Mel, right, Mel. <laughs> listen, thank you, the, the, the Simon, say that. We'll get you to the point in a bit. Mel, you're a very, very naughty lady. I wish you the very best of luck. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. Experience the unconventional. Hello. The unpredictable. Don't you think that's a bit weird? And the completely unorthodox. It was my birthday. With rule-free Ian Lee. Uh, I was just trying to generate a bit of content. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Hate alarm clock. Hate going to work. On Talk Radio. Um, gosh, what a show. Um, we'll, let's have a recap in about 15 minutes or so after, after 12 o'clock. In the meantime, let's go to Mark. Good evening, Mark. Good evening, Lee. How you doing, Ian? <laughs> oh, yo. Second person today to make that mistake. And the first person... Right, first person's a dead man. <laughs> I let the second one off. Um, yeah, I'm all right, mate. What you got for us? Um, firstly, uh, a celebrity with the JL initials. Yes. Uh, J- Johnny Logan, the winner of Eurovision for oh, Ireland. Oh, yeah, of course. Johnny Logan, big star. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and I, uh, I did have Juliet Lewis. Her band was named, known as the Licks, Juliet and the Licks. Okay, I think I think I had one of her CDs somewhere. I tell you what, I liked. Yeah. Who did I like? Um, um, she sang a song. Um, oh, it's a really good, like sort of nineties indie song. I hate my little sister. She's such a bitch. Do you know that song? <laughs> No, I don't know that one. Oh, mate, hang on a minute. Let me, let me, it's a great song. And I found her album, like, about a year ago, and I hadn't heard it for ages. I hate my little, I hate my little sister. Um, oh, who's, hang on a minute. I hate my, I hate my, maybe it's, I hate my sister. She's oh Juliana Hatfield. Do you remember that? Do you remember Juliana? Uh, no, I thought you was going to give us a, another JL then. Hang what on, the chant. Here we go. Oh, hang on. Let's get rid of. Oh, here we go. Remember this? No. No. I don't. Oh, the Juliana Hatfield trio. Listen to this. Uncomfortable verses. Great chorus. Here we go. This is great. It may be sweary, I'll see. I hate my sister. She's such a bitch. She acts as if she doesn't even know that I exist. But I would do anything to let her know I care. But I am only talking to myself. She It's not actually as good as I remember, so that's a shame. Mark? No, I don't remember that one. No, I don't, it's not as good as I thought it was. That's uh, it, No. It, but, uh, it, it limped a bit, let's be honest. But, yes. Um, yeah. Right. Anyway, go on, I've we got? got some, uh, a couple more things. I've got some rock star tat. I've got some uh, plectrums and drumsticks from The Darkness. You know, uh, glam rock and darkness. <laughs> the Darkness, of course. Now, they... they um, Here's the problem with the darkness. I interviewed the darkness, right? And the Come first, uh, the first album, sixty uh, percent of it is great, forty percent of it, it sucked. Um, right. And and everyone, and I mean, they, but they were the, the the good songs were really good I songs. They were good fun, yeah. and they well, were refreshing. When, ah, ah, yeah. ha! And here, when they here yeah. is the problem. 
everyone thought they were fun um, at, at best, and and uh, many thought, thought they were a joke, but they were a fun joke, right? Yeah. Everyone except for the members of the darkness yeah, who thought fun. they were the next queen. So they, they made quite a bit of money on the first album. And they then, um, the second album, and the first album sold shed loads, right? And then the second album, they got Queen's producer and they spent a fortune hiring him. I believe as well, I'm not totally sure, so I'm going to tread carefully. I believe they may have spent a fortune, let's just say, living the rock and roll lifestyle. It was, um, mm-hmm. you know, and um, the second album sold about 50 copies. And, and, and because because they it became apparent that they really thought they were Queen. And everyone went... No, 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 it's kind of a joke, and we're happy to go along with it as a joke, but no, we're not buying into this. Um, The Darkness are still going? Yeah, The Darkness are still going on their fifth album now. I um, interviewed them, and and I'll be honest, there was a a tough old interview. (laughs) It was a tough old interview. Yeah, I think they're very guarded. I mean, I'm one of the the, the hardcore darkness fans um, and I'll go and see I must have seen them gosh 20 times yeah, um, and, yeah I've been to I went to America to watch them yeah. uh, last year no year before now and um, Paris and all over the UK and everything um, so and their drummer is now Rufus Taylor who is Roger Taylor from Queen's son oh oh really yeah oh that's a bit is Frankie what's his name Frankie Palooza Frankie Poulin is still the base, yes. Because he left, it, he left for a while, didn't he, when they... He left, and then Justin Hawkins, lead singer, left, yeah. which, you know, oh. I mean, that's what they became famous for. Yeah. Um, so they split up in 2008, but reformed in 2012, the original lineup. Oh, good for them. Yeah, but then um, they replaced the drummer, Ed, with Rufus Taylor... Um, who, yeah, as I say, Roger Taylor's son. Oh, I see. Well, I'm, I'm, I am um, I'm glad that um, they're still going, and I'm glad that they're they're having fun, and I'm glad that you've got some of their plectrums. I just think those plectrums were worth, I don't know, maybe 50, 60 pence each. Uh, At least that to me, yeah. Yeah, of course, And of course you're never <laughs> going to sell them, because they are uh, like um, having Buddha's tooth itself. Yeah. I've also got yeah. some David Essex signed LPs, um, oh. about... 13, 14 years ago, yes. I was in a musical, an 80s musical, one of these sort of joke, uh, jukebox things, yeah. and uh, I got David Essex, wherever we were in the country, he was in it, yeah. um, wherever we were in the country, I went into the charity shop, bought up any David Essex signer I could find, yes. got him to sign them, took photos of him signing them as well to, to sort of verify it, yes. so, and we're just going to keep them until the day he shuffles off. And then I'll Wow, flip it, it. Again, why have you picked... He was in the musical, was he, I'm guessing? Yeah, it's just that he was in the musical, right, yeah. Okay. Again, I don't, I don't again, think that... hardcore fans yeah. were, were just absolutely mental. Oh, always I don't think that... You know, and I've got, I've got a very soft spot for David Essex. I think he's a great entertainer, and his, his musical career is, you know, is sadly overlooked. But I don't think a signed copy of Tahiti, even when, <laughs> even when he passes on, is going gonna, is gonna to uh, pay for the kids to go to college. No, that's all right. But it might, you know, give me a few quid. Mark, you're a good sport. Thank you very much for that. Let's go. I think we've got someone on Skype now. Are you there, Nikos? Oh, hang on. Nikos! There's someone there on Skype, but... um... Hello, Nikos! Hello! Right, hang on a minute. I haven't done the Skype for ages, so there is a chance I might have wired this up wrong. Hang on a minute. Audio, video... Um, output, output. Yeah, no, it should, should, uh, that should work. Let's try and give him a call. 
I think you might have gone offline now. I don't know. I don't really understand how the Skype works. Um, oh, I was going to go to Jerry. Just lost Jerry. Okay, not a problem. Let's go to um, uh, Ricardo. 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 How you doing? Ed? I'm good, thanks, man. What you got? No, I just want to say hi to you and Kath. Hi. Um, also, yes. Uh, Favorite Carry On film. Um, I don't like the Carry On films. I think they're awful. If I had to pick one, it would be Carry On Spying. But I think um, that they are base. I think they are humourless. Um, and I think, apart from a few odd moments, they are painfully unfunny. So I've basically been on hold for 45 minutes yep. for you to basically diss, mm-hmm. as we say mm-hmm. uh, nowadays, uh, all the carry-on films. Yeah, yeah, that's, 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 that's what's happened, yeah. I don't know how we can move on from this, Ian. Well, you can tell me your favourite carry-on film and you can tell me why you like it. Well, there's like... There's, look, carry-on films are stupid. They're darfly racist. They're usually stupid. Yeah. Um, they're very much sexist. But you know what? Some of it... Oh, actually, yeah, they're all rubbish, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. We had, we had some respect for you before. Stick to your guns. He <laughs> just said they're racist and sexist, but uh, um, yeah, I think you've been hoisted by your own petard, yeah. haven't you? Well, I've actually been hoisted by my own petard. The last time that happened, yes. l- luckily it wasn't Jean-Luc Picard, but it oh. was... Um, I've been hoisted by my own Picard. Yep, thank you, thank you very much. <laughs> it's indeed. a Picard. Okay. <laughs> What's going on tonight? Evening, Ian. You're right, Ian. You're All right, right so Simon, you're the next call. I can see you there, Simon. I know we've a lot of people dropped off because we've, we've had we're really busy this hour, which is unusual for a Monday. But anyway, yes, Ian. But right, I just found in first time caller. Nice one, mate. Thank you very much indeed. Have, have you been listening for long? Um, just from the jungle, really. Oh, nice one, fella. Well, thank you very much for, for doing a little bit of research and finding me here. I appreciate it. Well, I used to listen to talk radio before he joined up with talk sport, was he? Yeah. Then I moved and made his back south. Who did uh, who, who, who did you like back in the day? Who are your favourites and who are your least oh, favourites? Mike Mendelza. Yeah. We had him on Grumpy the show a little while ago. He's brilliant. Yeah, I like, we like Mike. Mike was on the show a little while ago. We had him on as, uh, as a guest. Did you listen? I'm going to throw some names at you and you tell me what you think. And be honest, because I've got no investment in them. Uh, Tommy, oh. Tommy Boyd. Um, yeah, I don't know. It depends, really. He's a bit of a kick now and again, won't he? He's a, he's a wind-up merchant. Yeah. Um, James Whale? Oh, look him. James Whale, yeah. Pretty you know James is back on... Is, is on this talk radio. Really? Yeah, yeah, Monday to Thursday. Um, but usually the show before mine, there's a little bit of changing going on because Eamon Holmes is off, but generally, Monday to Thursday, 7 o'clock till 10 o'clock, is James Whale. I used to like his MTV show as well. Yeah, um, it was good, that, wasn't it? Uh, early 90s. Um, Mike Dickin. Mike Dickens. Um, you love Mike Dickin. I can't remember him, actually. Oh, he's... Uh, talk, talk. My health is not in question. Oh, that's it, yeah. That's what I was thinking about when I said Mike Mendoza. Yeah, Mike Dickin. Oh, OK. Is, oh, yeah, forget... That's the one the grumpy get one. He died, he died. Are we, is this a pre-recorded? Yeah, we got, we got. Uh, he died, didn't he? he had, um, I think he had a heart attack while he was driving. Mm. He didn't he used to live in... He used to live in, like, Cornwall or Devon or something. Um, and sometimes he would drive up here and do the show here. Sometimes he'd do it from his shed. But he had a heart attack while he was driving, I think. It was, I think it was... Someone know. told me it was ten years ago 
this year. I don't think it was any more precise. So, ten years ago. Um, John Gorn? John um, Gorn. Um, he was late at night, well, on about two o'clock he used to be on, something like that. I think he was on in the... I don't really know. I didn't. Use, I think he was mid-morning, wasn't he? Okay. I don't know then. No, well, you and the rest of the country. Um, well, <laughs> listen, well, the talk radio is here, and it's, you know, it's... it's, it's, it's like, hello? Hello. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you, you'd be very... I know James Whale needs all the listeners he can get, uh, Ian, so, you know, I, I would certainly recommend listening to him. OK, I have got um, the celebrities with JL. Yeah, go on. I did have two, but somebody took it. But um, what's his name? Jude Law. Yeah, he's but gone. Um, I found another name. Jet Lee. Oh, mate, yes! Jet Lee, well done, buddy. I'm a winner. I'm a winner, mate. You're, you're the winner, Ian. Yeah. I'm calling the winner. Hey, Get nice me. one, mate. Listen, I've got to go to the news. Thanks so much for calling. I appreciate Cheers, it. Thank Cheers, you. Thank you. Simon, we'll come. you'll be the first call after the news. And then we've got no calls lined up. 0344 499 1000 is the phone number. What a lovely um, Monday show we're having. I'm Ian Lee. This is The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. There's a voice that keeps on calling me Down the road, it's where I'll always be Every stop I make, I make a new friend Can't stay for long, just turn around and I'm gone again Maybe tomorrow, I'll want to settle down Until tomorrow, I'll just keep moving on Down this road, that never seems to end when you adventure lies just around the bend So if you want to join me for a while Just grab your hat, come travel light, that's old style Maybe tomorrow I'll want to settle down Until tomorrow the whole world is my home is the telephone number. Very, very busy show this evening. Um, uh, we are talking uh, um, 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 rubbish, primarily, is what we're talking. Good evening, Simon. Hell yeah. How's it going? Now, you've been waiting for ages. I can only well, apologise. 
it's, it's fine. I'm just uh, sort of chilling in this car park. Right? Just oh, it's this Simon still. It's Horny Simon. It's, uh, it's, it's Horny Simon just just here chilling in the car mate, park. You, no, I'm not not dogging. Mate, you totally. What what was what was going on then? You, you had a booty call. I was put on the spot. I don't know what to say in that situation. You had a booty I mean, call. You should have said, "I'm an hour away." Listen, yeah. if you if if you if you want it, I got it. <laughs> I'll stop off at a, um, uh, an all-night garage on the way, and I'll yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll bring some like uh, sweets and maybe some um, reduced-price donuts. Yeah. Oh yeah. Let's. Let's. Those. let's um... I mean, you know, romance. Yeah. Romance. Yeah. No, but to be fair, I was like, I was kind of, you know, you just threw to me on the Norwich. Phone and then you should have like... said Norwich. You should have said, what's that? And you say, Nick is off ready when I come home. That's, uh, that's you, have you not been, you've been in Norwich too, haven't you? Yep. Well, no, sort of the place, like the actual, the actual place. And, um, oh. yeah. Uh, well, okay, never no. mind, Simon. Never mind. These, no, these I, missed, I missed the uh, first bit of the show because, as I said before, I, I went to see. Um, downsizing. I don't know if you've heard about it. Yeah, yeah. we quite fancied but, that. Oh, yeah. I, oh, I, I fancied it. Yeah, I fancied that because it looks, uh, yeah, looks alright. The trailer looks amazing. You look, you watch the trailer, you're thinking like, whoa, that actually could be a really good film. Yeah. And then you go and see it. Is it a turkey? And it's two and, like, it's about two and a half hours and it's just, it is really, really what bad. What is this thing about films being th- so long now? But, but well, I was yeah. years ago, right? Two and a half hours meant it was like a European thing. It was black and white. It was subtitled, and it yeah. was very worthy. But now, like, and a, and a good you get you, you a good film was about ninety ninety five minutes. Now they're all two and a half hours long. What's that about? Yeah, I, I got really, really bored like halfway through. And I, but I was with a, there was an elderly couple next to me. And they were absolutely loving it, and they were laughing, and you know, and that's the same generation that like Mrs. Brown's boys. So yeah, um, well. there, must be, there must be some hidden, hidden things that we can't see. You know, at an early thirties. You know, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not sort of. Um, so because the the, for those who don't know, let's not no spoiler alerts. But basically, um, the, they discover a way to shrink people to like an inch, and it means that yep. you can you, you use less resources and you take up less space, and your money goes further. Your money goes further, yeah, but. So uh, you but see, it got like millions of pounds. It sounded, like so, but it, well, okay. So I mean, was, go and see it because the thing is, well, hang on. I, I said on Facebook that I was going to go and see it. I'm looking forward to it, and then one of my mates sort of said, "Oh, don't bother. It's not very good." Yeah. And then I thought, well, I'm going to go and see it anyway because like I'll make my own mind up. Thank you very much. And uh, it was. It was absolutely terrible. Um. Well, we we are about fifteen minutes away from um, having. Who is the gentleman in New York who's watching? Um, Matt. Matt is watching the King of Comedy. He'll be getting um, to the final denouement very is that soon. The guy addicted to ITV. Um, no, that was that was another. We've had two people from New York phoning us up. Wow. Um, and, and yeah, that was John who's addicted to ITV. Yeah, imagine, imagine if um, talk radio actually did some advertising in this country. ITV isn't actually that bad, you know, really. I have all the channels over here. But can I do a quick, um, can I do a little, a little well, test? Can I just, can I just say, as I'm now working for ITV, I love it. It's my favourite button. Oh, it's three. Yeah, yeah, button yeah, three is the only button there. I get on my TV. Someone's <laughs> just tweeted, don't bother with downsizing, it's horrendous. And no spoiler mm. alerts, but it doesn't even end properly. It doesn't end, pro- it doesn't end properly. Okay. I-, I was saying there, watching it, I'm not going to say what happened. No. And then it just ends, right? Like okay. the credits roll, and I'm like, like what? No, have I missed? Like, have no, I missed something? Anyway, yes. I'm sitting in a car park, as I said. Yes. I want to test your knowledge. Okay. Yeah. On car car park. On what? Hello, Simon. Oh, Simon. Jesus. There's a reason he's single. <laughs> um, okay. Thank, thanks for calling. And he's gone. 
He's gone. Let's Poor go, Simon. Let's go to Dave. Hello, Dave. Evening, Ian. Oh, How are you doing? Uh, what you got for us? A um, couple of JLs. Yes. I'm pretty sure I haven't heard Joanna Lumley yet. Oh, yes, sir. Joanna Lumley. Well done. Excellent, excellent, excellent suggestion. Yeah. And Josie Long. Josie Long. Median. Josie Long. Now, did we have Josie Lawrence? No. no. Oh, we, did, oh, we didn't. We had Jennifer Lawrence. So, Josie Long. Oh, we love Josie Long. I oh, know. Yeah, Josie Lawrence. I actually said Josie Long. No, we've got Josie Long. We're putting Josie oh, Long on, and we're put, uh, we. Uh, and this is the joy of this ridiculous game, um, Dave. If you can call it a game, is that um, one name begats another, uh, and Josie Indeed. Long begat uh, Josie Lawrence. Well, the main thing I wanted to tell you about tonight. Well, I found out yesterday. Um, they've rebooted Monkey. What? Hey. And apparently it started last night on um, on TV in Australia and New Zealand. It's called The New Legends of Monkey. Right. But I looked at, looked at the trailer and it doesn't look like it's going to be that bad. The New Legends. All right, it's the first thing that comes up. Hang on a minute. Um, okay. Uh, all right, well, let's have a look. Here's the trailer. The Monkey King. Some say he was the mightiest of all the gods. Banished by his enemies, never to return. The body will be frozen. The world will consume you. 500 years later, chaos reigns. Tell me where the crown is. But hope must never die. I'm Trivitaka. I've released the Monkey King. Shh. Yep, right eh? Trapped in that rock for 500 years. Try to keep a low profile, okay? Yes. My powers have received. That looks like the biggest piece of crap I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. And it looks awful. I thought it looked quite good fun. It looks terrible. Uh, when I was. Watching it, it made me realise how little I remembered from the original. Well, the thing is, the original was great and was fun, but it doesn't really stand the test of time. You can maybe no. watch one episode um, for a bit of nostalgia, and it's it's fun, and it's you know, and you go, oh, yeah, it's quite good. Once you start watching more than one episode, you you realise oh, it's a bit pony. It's silly. The effects are rubbish. Yeah. but he was yeah. cheeky, and I think a lot of it was carried on his charisma, wasn't it? Of course, it was. Um, well, okay. I, we, now we should be able to remember the name of the guy that played Monkey. It was. Um, Began with a m. Uh, it was something. I'm going to say a name. I'm just going to say a name, and then we're going to find out. Okay, I'm not googling I, it. It's. I um, can cheat because I've got it all in front of me. Don't cheat. All right, I'm going to say <laughs> Matsuru um, Hajitanga. Mm, not quite. Matsu Matsuo. Masai. Masai um, Kahani. <laughs> no. Masai. Um, it was. Give me the first letter of the second name. Um, shiitake. That's a mushroom. No, only five letters. Um, su- suai. No. Sugoi. Slan. That, that's, that's the closest you've got. It's mas- Masaki Sakai. Masaki Sakai, yeah. I was, well, I, was, I was in the right ballpark. I was in the well, right... Thing, thing, things I didn't know when I was looking looking, up, looking it up last night. Yeah. Um, in the second series, there was a talking horse. Yep, yep. Who, who, who could change into a human? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and the dubbing actor was actually Andrew Sachs. Yeah, 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 of course. Uh, Andrew Sachs I, I and... No um, wasn't Miriam Margulies one of the voices as well? Yeah. Yes, yeah. And, Andrew Sachs um, did quite a few of the voices. It was a different actor playing Pigsy as well. Yes, I found that out as well, and I didn't realise at the time. I was only about 10 or 11 when exactly. it... I remember it, I remember it, I remember it, and they explained it. Um, they explained it away in the opening credits by saying, oh, and Pigsy is... And I'm doing the voice of... It was a Western guy doing a, doing a, a, a slightly racist voice, so I'm, I'm not being racist. Yeah. <laughs> and Pigsy is um, ever-evolving and becoming more human <laughs> with each day. And basically, they got a different actor yeah, in. Different face. Yeah, different face. But the guy that... Um, uh, Matt, uh, the uh, monkey, Matsui Sakai, um, he was in a, um, a Japanese rock group in the 60s called The Spiders... Yeah, we go. And then I was in Japan, when I was in Japan last time, and um, I watched a cooking show, a really weird cooking show, where they then start singing rock and roll songs. And I was talking to my Japanese friend the next day, and he went, oh, that's the guy that played Monkey. He was, was, he's, now, he's now a chef. A chef. Is he still... rock and roll stuff. Is yeah. he still irrepressible? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Trippy Tucker, um, the young lady that played Trippy Tucker, died a few years after the series of Leukaemia. Yeah, I found that out last yeah. night. Yeah, was... yeah. Nasty, you know, she was only 27. Yeah, I know. Absolutely, you know, stunning, you know, very confusing because it was supposed to be a young virginal boy. And we're, but even as kids were going, yeah, that's a girl, right? Quite a pretty one. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's, um, uh, there's, there's your monkey facts. But the new one looks awful, Dave, and I'll think less <laughs> of you if you watch it. I might give the first episode a try. Yeah, get, let us know how it goes. Thank you, mate. Uh, cheers. Cheers, ta-ta. Uh, Gavin, then Darren, and then uh, I assume we're going to hear from uh, Matt in New York, who is uh, just watching the dying moments of um, Robert De Niro, Martin Scorsese movie, The King of Comedy, one of my top five films of all time. 0344-499-1000, this is Talk Radio. Moonlit musings from mums, madams, and meat packers. Oh, never mind, I must have misheard. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. The station's brilliant. On Talk Radio. Let's go to Darren. Good evening, Darren. How are you doing, Ian? You okay? I'm all right, thank you, Darren. I'm tired and I'm good, good. hungry and I've got to get up early because I'm filming all day tomorrow for Good Morning Britain, which is great, but it means I'm, I've only had about six hours sleep in the last 48 hours. I'm going to get about five hours tonight if I am lucky. Um, and also I've got to get a cab home because of the way life is. You've got to get a cab to my flat. We've got to share a cab to my flat because Kath's car is parked there, so then you, that's going to take an hour. Then it's going to take you an hour to drive home. Good luck. Um, and um, good riddance to... But old. we had adventures. Yes, we had adventures. But so we're good. Thank you for asking, Darren. What have you got for us? Um, just a few JLs to throw in. Yes, minutes. please, Possible. mate. All pretty much based around the 80s and 90s. Yep, good decade. Oh, oh, who's still treading the boards? Still out there. Darts legend John Lowe. John Lowe, flipping it. Is he still alive? And this one might uh, get you thinking. The presenter of the Super Mario Challenge from the 90s, John Lenehan. Who? John Lenehan. WTF? It was on the Children's Channel in the early 90s, the Super Mario Challenge. Hang on, he was on the Children's Channel? Yeah, in the early 90s. But no one had... Mario Brothers. But, yeah, right, hang on a minute. No, 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 no. We can't, This guy isn't famous. He would have been watched by about 12 people. 12 is enough. 12, <laughs> not, not for my list, Darren. He's not well, on it. There are 10 million viewers going nowadays. Yeah, exactly, exactly. If, it, <laughs> if, it, if, it's getting, if it's getting under 10 million, 
I ain't interested, all right, guys? Okay, something a bit more modern. Yeah. Joe Lysett. Oh, yeah, we'll have him. We'll have, yeah, we'll have him. Yeah, okay, yeah. We'll have Joe Lysett and we'll have, we'll have Joel Domit. Uh, no, he's a D. We can't have yeah, Joel Domit. I'm just putting Joel's down. I'm just putting down we men, like him, men that I fancy. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Um, uh, there's. No, I can't think of any more. I think that's it. I think, Darren, we might have got all of them. Literally every single JL. Yeah, John we're... Legend. Spooky Lou on Periscope is saying John Legend. Well, we can have John Legend now that you've called in and said it, because someone was tweeting it, and I said, nah, we're not, it don't work if it's a tweet. You've got to phone in. But you've called in, and John Legend is now on the list, Darren. Stop reading it off, off Periscope. Think of your own ones, you muppet. Good evening, Gavin. Hello, how are you doing? I'm good, thank you, Gavin. What have you got? Have we had Jonah Lomu? No. The, uh, the rugby man. Didn't he die? No. Oh, yeah, he did. Tragic. Did he? Oh, thank you. I'm not, I don't want to celebrate his death. I'm celebrating getting one over on Cap. <laughs> That's all he right, did, didn't he? He, did, he, what, he got... It, this was a few years ago. He got really ill. Well, obviously he got really yeah, ill. Yeah, fatal. Fella just, um, you know, he was a beast of a man. But, yeah. yeah, he got really poorly and died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is about... This was, is he I, Samoan? I believe so, Cap, yeah. I... Because yeah. didn't he play for the All Blacks? New, yeah, yeah, New Zealand. Yeah. He was um, he was about five years ago, I think. About five years yeah. ago, he, he passed away. Cause yeah, I mean, it was like the business. Yeah, because I remember being shot by. Because I don't know anything about sport, but even I'd heard no, of him. And he was I built like a brick whatever house, and um, and just to think that someone so physical um, could pass away at such a, a, a you know comparatively young age. Yeah, he, just... he looked like He Man. Yeah, he did. He did. He did. He really yeah. did. He really did. Literally did look like He-Man. Yeah. Jonah Lomu. He, well, uh, he, uh, you've won so far, Gavin. I oh, know, but, um, yeah, I just, while you were talking, I, I thought of that. But I've got a, you know you were playing a bit of Nick Drake earlier? Yeah. I own a Fender Bassman amp that was used by Nick Drake. Shut the, whoa. So honestly, I do. It's Dude. a Fender Bassman FM. This is, this is, we're, we're talking about Talisman, Talisman, Talisman. Talismans. We're talking about talismans. Talismans. Yeah. Talking about talismans. Talismen. Talismeny. We're talking about talismeny. (laughs) And we are, uh, and you know, paraphernalia and bric a brac from celebrities. You've got an actual piece of treasure. Yeah, signed by his mum. Flipping it, buddy. How did you get that? It was an auction. It was on. um from Maddingley College, because he used to be all around the, the Maddingley area yeah. with his family. And I went up one day, because um, I used to... Well, I went to um, university in Cambridge, and I was very much into Byron's Fields and that all-surrounding area. Yes. And there was an auction on of um, just school stuff from Maddingley College, yeah. and this amp came up, and it was oh. Valve State. And I'm sure you know valves are what you're after. Yeah, of course the valves would give give you the very rich, pure sound, yes. So it came up and I paid um, £75 for it. When was this? Oh, mate, this must have been 15, yeah, about 15 years ago. And how how did you know that Nick Drake had used it? Because his mum was there, selling it. Man alive. That is that is that is wonderful. Oh God, that that is that will be worth a fortune. Oh, um, I'd never sell it. No, of course, of course not. But listen, if push came to shove, push came to shove. Fast forward twenty years, your kids on the Antiques Roadshow rubbing their hands together. (laughs) No, but the thing is, with valve state answer, take ages to warm up. But once you play it, you know. 
Now, listen, it's a different okay, world. OK, um, listen, of course, um, uh, you've reminded me that I need to order the Family Tree album. Have you got the Family Tree album? Yes, mate. Is it worth getting? Um, I prefer um, Brighter Later. OK, well, uh, listen, I, pre- I, I like... I, I, yeah, I know what you mean. Now, yeah. I... All uh, right, my second part of the story is I'm... <laughs> it sounds like almost too good be, to be true, yeah. but I met Sid Barrett. Uh, um... What is this? This guy is... Who put, who put this idiot through? <laughs> this guy is a fantasist. <laughs> Shut up, man. This guy is a liar and a fantasist. What are you talking about, you met Sid Barrett? I, I did. I met Sid Barrett. He was wearing um, Tottenham shorts and a T-shirt. He had very scruffy hair. It was towards the end of his life. And it was down by the Anchor Pub in Cambridge, near where all the um, Scudmore's um, punts go from. He was walking down there. Hang on a minute. A caller on right now claims Reckons. to own Nick Drake's amp and to have met Sid Barrett. Yeah, that's well, just true. OK, well, uh, and what did, did you say anything to him? Did he say anything to I you? I said, um, well, he was... Um, he was just minding his own business, and because he wasn't the beautiful Nick, uh, sorry, the, he wasn't the beautiful Sid Barrett no, that no, we no, all of remember. Not. No, damaged goods, very damaged goods. His hair was really short. Um, yeah, he was wearing a pair of um, like Tottenham football shorts, quite yeah. long ones, uh, trainers and socks. Wow. And he was just walking along round, yeah, where round the corner of the bend. How did you know I, it was him? Because no one had seen him for years. No, but um, I'm a really big Sid Barrett fan. Yeah. And so uh, I knew he used to, like, mooch around there and he used to mooch around Byron's Pond just so he'd kind of stay out the way wow. of people. Wow. And when he came around, I don't know if you know the Mill Pond, it's where people... No, I don't. It's ..in the all. summertime in Cambridge, all the all the hip people... Yeah. <laughs> ..go and sit outside by the river and just drink and do whatever. And, yeah, it's by the kind of... It's by the corner where Scudamore's punts... They're, they're ancient. Um, the, he was walking around there, and I saw him. Yeah, and I had a little, a little conversation. I said, "All right, Sid," and he said, um, "Yeah, it's kind of sunny today." I said, "Yeah, it is, man. What are you going to do?" He said, "Well, I'm just looking for scenes." Oh, of course, he was looking for scenes. He was just looking for scenes, man. Oh man, alive! Um, very quickly, just going back to Nick Drake. You, you've got yeah. there's a, there's a two CD bootleg going around. Have you got that? No. Okay, good. And we would not condone that. And I would not. Good. I'm glad you were no, just checking. Um, yeah, because as far as I know, his his stuff is extremely rare. He's there's no audio interviews and no film. Oh, of him. oh, right. Oh, oh. Are you gonna right. yeah, help me out, Ian? Mate. Right. Okay. Okay. Hang on. Hang on one second, because oh, it's not this one that's um as contested. It wasn't really him, is it? Oh, the, 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 not the clip of... The, not the film, because the film the film is not him, right? I watched the but film. There's an audio interview knocking around that was... Yeah. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Okay, man. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Um, here we go. Hang on a second. Um, um, there we go. Is this it? I've got it. I'm, hang on. Is this it? Hang on. Is it the one where he sounds kind of drowsy and... Hang on. Hang on. This is supposed to be... Um... Good evening. Or should I say good morning? Time yeah, this is, is fake. Sh- what, sh- what? Yeah, this is fake. How do you yeah. know that's fake? I know it's fake. I don't know. This guy's ruining my life. Well, no, I do, because his mum told me. She said, look out for that one. OK. Well, Gavin, listen, man, nice one. Thank you very much. I, there was, no uh, worries, that, you, you've won. <laughs> I didn't even want to. Have a good night. Hang on a minute! 
What? Oh, go on then. Wait, so what year did you buy this amp? Yeah, about 15 years ago. Right, because someone's now... Tw- now, this is... This is everyone's... Everyone's sniffing now. Jack has just texted in saying Nick Drake's mum died in 1993. Ooh. 1993. So how do those numbers add up? I'm not... Right, well, that's 20... Um, 25 years ago. Yeah, it might have been then. Oh, come on! You can't say that! Well, I can send you a picture of the amp and the signature, if that's any good to you. All right, nice one, Gavin. Thank you very much indeed. There's a big gap between 15 and 25. I, I, I believe it. I, I buy that. Thank you, Gavin. Um, Keith! Evening. Evening, Keith. How are you, man? Um, all right. Long time no parlay. Yeah, no parlay. Uh, niente. Well, Recent mente. We we trebien. And diamo. Yes. Uh, no, I just thought I'd, I'd, I'd sign up and say hello. Um, how's um, how's life going, buddy? What's going on? Tell me what's going on. I feel I feel you like you've what? got you've got something you want to share with us. No, no, not really. No, like, this is really just a little, a, a little check-in. You know, a little check-in to say hello. Yeah. Uh, you know, and 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 you know, just 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 send over some love. You know. Okay. That, that's well, kind of how it. Okay. How it works, well, I'll it? check in then. I'm I'm really tired, and I've had a lovely weekend with my best mate. We had a nice weekend in 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 um, Ireland, um, but we decided we're gonna have to go back to Ireland twice more and do it properly. Yeah. Um, and I've got a lot of work coming up, lots of nice little bits and pieces, you know, just just small little things on Loose Women and, and Good Morning Britain, and I'm filming for The One Show on Saturday, and I'm um, doing a, ch- a Radio 4 panel show on, on Sunday, and I, I think it means I might have to sneak out of my youngest's birthday party a little bit earlier, which is not going to go down well, and it's not something I want to do. So I'm thinking maybe I've overstretched myself a little bit, but I've got a, I've booked a week off in March, and I've rented a cottage, and um, so, yeah, everything's all right. Things are going good for you, man. That's, you know, that's, that, that, that's really good. Work-wise, things are going good. Everything else is, a, you know, is a mess. But, um, yeah, work, 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 every, you know, everything is a mess. But I, And this is partly why I'm working so much, is to distract myself from the fact that everything else is a mess. Yeah, absolutely. Do you know what? I've, I've kind of been quite busy myself recently. Yeah. You know, like, I'm, I'm sort of rubbing my ribs less yeah. than I was. Okay. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm doing other things. So uh, I've been working at this restaurant, like like a, there's been a, a, a restaurant opening going on, yeah. Just uh, just down on the West End, which has been quite exciting. So uh, I've, I've been sort of, you know, rubbing someone else's ribs. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's it's been quite. Oh, 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 oh wait, sorry. Hi, hi, Catherine. Hello. No, carry on. I'm fascinated. This is this is meant. <laughs> this is this is this is guys talk. I like it. Guys, what's... I've often found that the best way of getting the juice is just by being sorry? really quiet and invisible. What? What juice? Juicy gossip. I'm just going to. I'm the kid sitting on the stairs, and the mums think I've gone to bed. What's that song? Guy talk, guys. Da, 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 da. Girl, Girl talk. talk. But is there not <laughs> one about guy talk? No, guys don't talk. Guys talk. Anyway, I'm going to go back up the stairs. Okay. Um, no, but I mean the thing is, uh, do you know what, Catherine? I think you'd really like it. It's, it's, it's a Spanish restaurant, oh. and there are regional. Dishes from all over Spain. Oh, lovely! So, uh, you quite like that, as well, don't you? I, don't, I, don't, I can't talk about Spanish food because um, the the night that I got the trots, 
Um, uh, was, We've been we for went tapas. to Spanish. I can't. I can't even think about it. It Still turns my stomach thinking about it. But you know, it wasn't there. Oh, no, I know it wasn't there. But it, 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 it makes me very uncomfortable think, even thinking about it. Oh gosh! All right. Well, just talk to me then, Keith. So what? What? What are they serving up? No, me, don't. Me. No, no, no. Seriously, don't. It makes me feel. Honestly, yeah, it, it makes me feel not good. All right. All right. I'm back up the stairs. Suckling pig. Um, oh. I could, but I, I could do with a bit of meat. I've, I've, I've got no food in the flat. You see, I, I don't really prepare food in there, and I'm starving. I'm not going to get to eat now because we're in a cab. You can't stop off at, can't stop off on the way home. You can? No, I don't want to because it costs a bloody. It's going to cost me sixty quid anyway. I'll give you up. No, 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 no. I've got into cooking for myself. Oh yeah. Again recently, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, cooking for one, yeah. it doesn't seem worth it, but actually, you, you should make the effort. Yeah, uh, and keep your leftovers. No, well, I've only got one plate and one saucepan, and I can't. Be, and I haven't got a wooden spoon. I can't be bothered. I just can't be bothered. I don't want to cook in that flat because it's bloody horrible. So no. Yeah, I know um, what you mean. I'm, I just, you know, I, I've I, I got a Deliveroo for the first time the other day there. And that felt that felt wrong. Have you got Deliveroo all the way out there? Yeah, yeah, we. Um, it was. It was. It was. Wasn't Uber Eats. It might have been Deliveroo, but I think I had to fudge it a bit and meet him down the road. And I've just sat there eating like a burger and cold burger and chips and thinking, Jesus Christ, I'm 44. I'm. I used to be somebody. Now look at me. Um, and then I started. Thing is, though, Uber Eats, you get Mackey D's. Uber Eats are great, but yeah, Uber Eats won't deliver out there. But um, but um, Deliveroo did. I think. I think it was. I don't know. Oh no, maybe it was Just Eat, which is a little bit. Mm. Yeah, it's a little. No, it's questionable. Yes. Um, yes. I had a couple of JLs. Oh yes, please. Thank you. You haven't had Jay Leno. Yeah. Yes, we have. Oh god. One of the earliest ones. I came up with that one because I'm brilliant. Oh god, that's so bad. That's really embarrassing. Well, just like, to say, I, I, just to say, by the way, Matt from New York should have phoned back by now. The film should have ended by now. Why don't you give him a call back? Um. Have we well, got. Can you get waste your time with me? Why don't you give him a call? All right, I'll cut you off and we'll go to the break and then we'll call him when we get back. Ciao. Up your bum. <laughs> the radio show that knows truth is always stranger than fiction. Week Monday, I get shoes. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Because they're too real to be part of my imagination. On Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Good evening, Simon. Yo. Thank you for your patience. I know you've been on for a bit and it's just been a busy old night. But So thank you, thank you, thank you. What have you got for us? Okay, um, I've got a couple of things, a couple of JLs. Yes. Um, bu- 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 I did have a couple of JLs, oh. hang on. Oh, James, James Lipton. Who's that? I think that's the guy that does the interviews in the actor's studio. Right, okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. That guy. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm going to put him down. What I do like you find him. sexy? I Laughter. Like <laughs> I, 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 I've never watched I, that programme, but I've seen so many spoofs of it on The Simpsons that I feel yeah. I know The Tom what Cruise it is. one. The Tom Cruise one was horrific. It, that's the one I was just quoted. So what do you find sexy? And Tom Cruise goes, laughter. And then everyone... <laughs> Why is Dead that? eyes. Laughter is sexy. Laughter, yeah. laughter gets me hard. Whoa. Uh, Tom Cruise, eh? God. <laughs> Um, and and uh, I've got an ultimate superstar, John Leslie. Hey, John Leslie, yes. yeah, we'll put, John, we'll put John Leslie on there, of course we will. And Jonah Louie. We had him earlier on, we had him. I, right. think we, I think we might be reaching saturation point with the JLs. I've I just think... thought of one. Go on. James Last. 
Yep. Oh. It is orchestra. Yep. And his trumpet. Um, I've got a question for you. He was a flute, wasn't he, James Last? James Last was a flute. Was he jazz flute? He was, no, no, oh, he was he? like, um, no, he wasn't jazz flute, but he was a flautist, wasn't he? I thought he was trumpet. No, you're thinking of Ackerbilk. No, he was clarinet. clarinet. Oh, these, these blowers, huh? These blowers. <laughs> can I ask you a question? Of course you can. Right. Um, I am re- I'm recently um, discovering Twitter. Yes. And it's um, largely it's largely because of you guys. Oh actually, mate, I'm sorry if we've been I'm sorry cuz genuine generally and genuinely I I think my I think life would be better without Twitter. It's certainly quite consuming. Yeah. Yeah. Um I I was made it uh, I don't know whether you saw it earlier on. You know you had a photo of there and you were cast um with the sunglasses. Oh yes, yes. And the it was sun- me that put on there about um you look like a couple of old pensioners waiting for a Oh is this cheeky he tro- he's Cheeky just, he's troll only just, he's only just discovered us and he's already l- uh, Twitter he's, and he's already learned how to <laughs> troll on there. <laughs> You'll get a slap, you will sunshine. I I tell you I've got I've got a good follower though. Yeah. Alex Lowe. Oh. Who? Yeah. Not, not a clue. Never heard of him. No, no, no. Anyway, um... Yes? So... Hello. I've got I've got my own little taxi company. I don't yeah. know whether you're aware of that or not, but anyway... Oh, Ozcabs. Um, Street, yeah. Street cars, yeah. That's cabs. Yeah. How can I... Because I'm, I'm trying to use Twitter to get the business into the local area, into so that I can subliminally post business card onto... What? People that follow me. So when I post it, it mm. pops up on people's feeds and it sort of subliminally registers in their mind. Yeah. Now, I've tw- I've clicked on a thousand follows today of different people in my area, yes. and different businesses in my area. Yes. But only nine of those <laughs> have followed back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So is there some kind of trick to getting their attention to say, hello, I've just followed you, can you follow me back, please? Yeah, well, you can message them saying, um, um, follow me back, please, but why, why would they follow you back? Well, I, I mean, I've got, I've got to admit, it's only selfish reasons, I just want to... Um, no, I get why you would do it, you, of course you do, you want to get... I, I, I just, I question whether Twitter is going to be, um... The best place for, for, to, to, to get business. I mean, you could do something like, mm. you know, if you book, if you follow me on Twitter, you get like a, a I don't know, a fiver off or something. I don't know. I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you mm. do it. Yeah, it's weird. I just don't know how. Because I mean, I, my idea was right. If I go on there and just follow everyone, then hopefully they'll, in theory, they'll just follow me back. But. No. Say it. no, especially no. not a business. No, don't don't work like that. No, no. Unfortunately, offer them something. Retweet for this. Yeah, retweet yeah. for a chance yeah. to win. Um, retweet and follow. There we go. For a chance to win a, for, for a chance to win twenty quid or, or a, free a, bo- trip. a bottle of wine or twenty quid off a, a fair or you know retweet and follow and I'll pick a winner um, in uh, in in a week and you know yeah, blah, 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 blah. Who, who am I tweeting that to? Well, to the nine people that are following you. Oh, I see. Right. Okay. But so, you've got to say, yeah, retweet and follow, or follow and retweet. Uh, this tweet 
for your chance to win a, a, a twenty quid off whatever. Um, but within you know, a certain area. With, yeah, within with, yeah within a certain area right. of, of and then you've got to name your company and blah 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 blah. blah. So then the idea being that the nine people they retweet it yeah. yes. and then their friends retweet yes. it. Yes. Yes. So yes. make sure Very your phone good. numbers on it. Make sure you've got all the details that you want to spread around on it. Well, it's literally a business card with all the details on Beautiful. it. Beautiful. Yeah. That's a fantastic idea. I wouldn't have even thought of that. Well. Oh, brilliant. All right. Good luck, man. Yeah, brilliant. Thanks, guys. You saved my day. Ta-ta. Uh, when we come back from the break, we're going to head over to New York. We're going to speak to Matt. He's on the switchboard. We're going to speak to Matt, uh, who uh, just over two hours ago, we set him the challenge of watching one of the greatest films of all time, The King of Comedy, directed by Martin Scorsese, starring um, Robert De Niro and Jerry Lewis. Uh, features a brief cameo by members of The Clash. Um, uh, we will find out whether Matt dug it or, or whether he has no taste whatsoever. I'm Ian Lee, this is Talk Radio. Stimulating nightly emissions guaranteed to open your eyes and your mind. Oh, my word. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. OK, so um, on Twitter, Donna says James Galway played the flute, and of course he did. So who the hell is James Last? What is James Last? Is he just a conductor? Band leader, wasn't he? I think he might have been a band leader. We should just be honest, anyone can do. Uh, let's go to New York. Good evening, Matt. Ian Cass, good evening again. Um, hey, Matt. You sound like a changed person. You sound like John Lennon after he took LSD. You sound like someone who's discovered religion. You sound like the pennies have dropped from your eyes. What the hell did you make of the movie King of Comedy? Well, first off... Uh-oh. Well, no, it was a brilliant movie. Don't get me wrong. Okay. I'm not debating that. Absolutely. No, no, well, no. well done brilliant. for doing it. Thank you for doing it. I appreciate it. There you go. The uh, that, That's my review. That's it. Good night, everybody. Um, Robert De Niro is, he, that was one of those movies where you're so lost in that character, you forget who it is. Yeah. Playing it. Yeah. You're just so good at it. But when I first called you originally and told you about how I was waiting outside of Letterman's studio the next morning to get stuff and all that, you said it reminded you, like, the first name in your head was Rupert Bumpkin. And I'm sitting there thinking, so you think I'm some guy that lives in New Jersey with a, a, a TV studio set in my basement? <laughs> and a mother yelling, yeah. wow. <laughs> Mom, hey, what I are you doing? It. I'm recording down here. Be quiet. <laughs> Strange yes. enough, that scene when he's walking down the street into the house, I act, that's actually about three blocks south of where I live. That's 36. No, shut City. up. Really? That building. That's yeah, incredible. But uh, I had to stop and review. I'm like, wait a minute. I pulled up on Google Maps to make sure it was the right. Oh, my God. That's incredible. So cool. Yes, I think I think yeah, you you reminded me of a sad case um, who uh, <laughs> lives with his mum and um, yeah. it is uh, yeah a bit weird. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate that. There were two things that were really cool. Number one, yes. I had to stop at the beginning too when they were rolling the credits because I I had to double check to make sure I saw Fred DeCordova was on there, Johnny Carson's actual producer. Oh, play wow. his producer in the movie. Um, Bert, the, the guy, uh, the bigger executive producer, that's played by Fred Cordova, who actually was does Johnny Carson's we, actual producer. Because Johnny Carson over here is just a name, right? He's just a name. And people have heard that's of right. Johnny Carson. In, uh, and 
Um, in fact, I was going to say in the same way that Ed Sullivan is a name, but people will have seen more of Ed Sullivan mm-hmm. because every Beatles right. documentary shows, it's the Beatles, but, you know. But we only know Johnny Carson from, like, watching American films yeah. where he's referenced, you know yeah. what I mean? So no one knows. Right. I've, I've seen some clips of Johnny Carson because, yeah, I'm a, I'm a geek and I go and look for, you know, like Beach Boys on Johnny and all of that kind of stuff. Um, in fact, it wasn't it wasn't Johnny Carson then. It was um, the the woman filling in for him. Anyway, so Johnny Carson. Okay, so that's cool. So Johnny Carson's producer is in the movie. Yeah, Johnny Johnny Carson, who pretty much the guy that every single night America went to bed with, and you did not know. I mean, it was one thing to wake up the next morning and talk to your coworkers, and they always said the same thing: Did you watch Johnny last night? It was. I mean, it was a time where everybody stopped, and that's what you did. I mean, every, nearly most Americans stopped every night and watched yeah. him falling asleep. Yeah. But what was really interesting is that the movie almost feels 30 years too early. Yeah. In yeah. the sense that you could actually see that that is Internet. Like what happened there is what happens with Internet personalities and 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 that whole celebrity culture is now amplified so much. And any that guy probably would actually have a camera doing, like, a show in his basement, more than likely now. It's this whole phenomenon of reality TV making that dream people's plans now. We need to get someone to reboot this movie and have Robert De Niro playing the guy's granddad um, as he's live-streaming on YouTube. And 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 instead of um, going and kidnapping uh, a late night talk show host, yeah. he's able to hack into the TV satellites or whatever and yeah, broadcast his show yeah, all is. over the world yeah. on TV live. And then the cops are scrambling around trying to find out where he's at, what basement he's at. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, I, I love it, and I love. I think Jerry Lewis is just. Um, you know, I'm a big Jerry Lewis fan anyway, you know, of the early, ah, Dean, Dean, all of that kind of stuff. But he's, um, uh, he's just brilliant in it. But he's playing himself, isn't he? That kind of old... But so is Sandra yeah. Bernhard, you get the... I mean, she oh, is insane in that. That's amazing oh, and terrifying. She is nuts, yeah. And you you get that feeling that she is nuts in real yes. life as well. And... There's one thing that... There was one little thing that kind of felt laying out, though, and I made a note because... I was uh, when we we're chatting about you know certain things that made you remind of things. Yeah. When when they were in his house in Jersey. Yeah. And Rita, right before she walks out, she grabs something off of his table. Oh yeah. A little trinket or something. There is never a callback to that though. I don't think later oh. in the movie. I kept trying to think. I thought there was something with that, or did I miss that? I know exactly the point you mean. She steals something like it's like a lighter, yeah, you know, an ashtray, something. Yeah. I think, um, no, there is a callback to it. No, no, the callback is the is the handkerchief, isn't it? Mm. Um, there is, right, there, handkerchief, there right. is, doesn't he, doesn't he call her out for stealing? Doesn't he say, I took you there and you stole from his house? She can't help herself, she's a kleptomaniac. Do, do, is that what he's saying? No, no, not saying she's a kleptomaniac. I thought he called her out. Okay, maybe he did. Maybe I missed that. No, I, the maybe way, I, well, the way I, that was shot just made me think of something. It missed. Yeah, maybe uh, I missed it. Someone, someone will know on someone on Twitter will know. There'll be someone listening who who will know all of this stuff better than me. The scene where um, uh, Jerry Lewis gets really angry with him in his house. Uh, uh, he yeah. couldn't. He couldn't do it. He couldn't get angry. And Scorsese was really, you know, was getting frustrated that Jerry uh, Lewis couldn't get angry. And so um, De Niro did um, uh, some method acting. And before the they went for the for the take that they used, 
um, he was really anti-Semitic to him and was calling him all kinds of horrendous, <laughs> you know, horrendous names and saying you oh can't do God. this because you're you're a Jew and you know and, and and a lot heavier stuff than that. You know, you're a terrible actor because you're Jewish and blah, 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 blah. and so when you see Jerry Lewis looking pissed off, he's because he's pissed off, you know, because he's just had a ten minute. Yeah anti-Semitic rant from Robert De Niro. You know, couldn't, couldn't do it these days, guys. But um, that's, that's... But that's worked perfectly, though, too. Not the too over-the-top angry thing. They just yeah. kind of fit that character and personality the simmering anyway. rage. Yeah, but just bubbling and under. The, I yeah. mean, it's just full of some great bits. Like the bit where he's... That wonderful scene where Jerry Lewis is walking down the street and the, the builders are uh, whistling at him and he's waving and that woman yeah. wants him to talk on the phone. You should get cancer! It's just... <laughs> Oh, it's, it's just a wonderful but it's, it's so subtly done, though, because, you know, he's living the dream. This hey, is Mom! What... Mom! <laughs> hey, Mom! But then he goes home you to his... You should get cancer! <laughs> Come and join us, Paul. Come and join us. Come but then he it. goes home to his, like, luxurious apartment, and he is alone. He's living this yeah. crappy life, and but he seems to be well, living like the dream. Like David on his shortwave radio, stuck well, on his own in his New York apartment. Well, yeah. this, is how, this is how it started, uh, uh, Paul. Have you got... Have, um, anyway, use these headphones. There you go. This is how it started, because we, we got Matt on the line from New York. York. And Matt was saying how um, when Letterman finished, did his last show, he saw on the news that, you know, they just dumped the set around the back of the, the yeah. Ed Sullivan Theatre. So, so what did you grab from the set, Matt? I grabbed uh, about four to five inches of part of the bridge, the back kind of sort of fake Brooklyn bridge right, that's that? behind Letterman, right. the railing off of that. And then also one of the camera guys, or one of the guys was throwing out one of the bigger arm, the jib cam, the big arm, and I have a bolt that went through the camera that held under the jib treasure, cam. And treasure, treasure. And, he, and I said, oh, you remind me of Rupert Pupkin. Who? And so his homework has been, two hours ago, we set in the heard it, of watching the movie. boy, what a film. And also Sandra Bernard in that film was oh, astonishing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what's weird is she is kind of also incredibly sexy, I yeah. think, in that film. Oh, God. That, I mean, she, she is. She reminded me of, of an ex-girlfriend who was a little bit nuts. But she is really sexy. But, and that whole, but terrifying at the same time, yeah. you know. Oh, and just that scene where... where um, there's so many great bits. But when he won't let him go, you're my pride and joy. Yeah. He can't let him go, again yeah. because he wants to touch that bit of celebrity. Yeah, and but, but when, when Jerry Lewis is gaffer taped to the chair and she's, you know, it's, I guess you, you'll call it, a, you know, potential rape, as I say, seduction, but it's... It's, it's crawling just, on the table. Oh, it's no. just... what? Let's be crazy. Yeah. Let's just do something crazy. Let's and that whole bit when he's sewing autographs and he says he wants to say to his date, the bigger the name, the bigger the name, she said, it looks like a retard scribble. <laughs> yeah, wow, yeah, yeah. Before she knows no. it's his. That yeah. crushes him like a bug. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Hey, Mom! (laughs) And that's Peter Jerry Lewis, isn't it? Hey, lady! He's doing his Jerry Lewis in that bit, isn't he? Oh, of course he is. Hey, lady! Of course (laughs) he is. We went and saw it at the BFI about six months ago. I loved that film. Um, Matt, when he hangs on the phone, he's beating people off because he's waiting for a call we know he's never going to come. (laughs) And also when he's in reception... I'll, I'll wait if you don't mind. I'll, I don't mind and waiting. And that poor lady producer coming back and forth and having to deal with him. Matt, is that, is that ringing a particular bell? With you? <laughs> oh, yes. Do okay. you, oh, yes. Matt, do, do, do you feel that your life has been enriched by switching off this nonsense for two hours and watching that wonderful piece of art? It was. I'm probably going to watch it again, and we should do this some other time. Give me another movie. Can I, I, can I get button. Can I, I make... You may have seen this. Can I make a recommendation? Yeah, go on. A remarkable film... Yeah. I'm as mad as hell. I'm not going to take this anymore. Network. Network. I've never seen that. Oh, Network. Yeah, Peter, classic. Oh, you've seen that? That's oh, a masterpiece. Peter yeah. Finch Network and Faye is, Dunaway. He's great. And there's um, 
my father-in-law, there's a play of it on now with Brian Cranston in that I've role. I've seen advertised, yes. And apparently it's incredible. If you, if you, those who don't know it, it's, um, it's a, a, a sort of grizzled old journalist and he basically has a mental breakdown. And, Go uh, to your windows, slow them open, <laughs> say I'm mad, say yeah. I'm not going to take it anymore. He starts telling the truth. And, and, and instead of <laughs> giving him psychiatric care and the, the help he needs, they, they go... Well, let's keep the cameras but on. What's him. interesting is in in the I think it was very late seventies, early eighties. Paddy Chayefsky, who made that, made another film which didn't get the credit deserved. Yeah. Again, a kind of using it as a parable of American society with George C. Scott called Hospital. Oh, and in that, there's that a one. kind of serial killer in a hospital yeah. who's basically just shuffling people around the bureaucratic system so they get chillingly forgotten to death. Wow. And it's a really dark film, yeah. and it's a kind of very prescient film, as was King of Comedy from yeah. the very early 80s. Yeah. Look where we are now. Was King of Comedy, in my head, I've got that it was a little bit of a... Not a flop, but I know, it, was, yeah, it was a flop. It, it was a big flop. It was flop. a flop, was it? Because I think after making his outraging ball and good... You know, these great movies it preceded good films, but yeah. those kind of proper Mean Streets films. Deer suddenly, suddenly he's wearing polyester the coats yeah. and farrow trousers and he's a loser no with a tash. No one gets killed. No. Yeah. No. I thought so. And I, I heard so. you mention earlier on the clash of street scum. Yeah. What a billion to have in a film just street scum. That's them. <laughs> hey Matt you're a good sport man and we'll do this again. Thank you buddy. Have a great night guys. Thanks so much. Cheers. Thank you very much. Two what a lovely fella. He's lovely too. He's from New He's in New York. Two calls we've had from New York. One, one guy. I don't know if you heard it. Um Really interesting guy, and he he, he discovered me because he he's he lives in New York. He's American, but he's obsessed with ITV. So he saw me doing that silliness in the jungle, yep. and that was that. But then he found talk radio because he's a big fan of Eamon Holmes because Eamon's on ITV. Of course, he is. And then he found and GMB out that as well, yeah. I was on right. here as well. So he's he's isn't that, but he's in hog heaven, <laughs> and you're the hogs. <laughs> Imagine, you know, I, I, although I, American TV is pretty lousy it, it, in terms of, you know, the content is great, but watching it, because it's just adverts, adverts mm. every And that weird minutes. thing when they start two minutes and then have an ad break yeah. Yeah. straight away because they're trying to hook you and in. And then you get the opening titles. Yeah. But then at the end as well, the show finishes and there's adverts and you, it comes back and they, they do the credits and it's just... Yeah. I don't get it. Well, the Python team, I think, tried to sue or got an apology, didn't they? They did they messed so much with the with the, yeah. with the kind of structure of the Python show. Yes, they got they t- they took the, the TV stations to, to court and they got it so that they their their stuff can only be edited by them. Yeah. No one else is allowed to. And you know the reason? Do you know this? The, the 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 reason that we've got Monty Python now, all the DVDs and stuff. Go on. Is um they heard that the BBC were going to wipe all the tapes, right? So I think it was Terry Jones went into the BBC and stole all of the Monty Python episodes. He stole all yeah, of the episodes. That's, that. that's a made-for-TV movie waiting to happen, yeah. isn't it? I mean, that raid on the BBC. Also, of course, there's, you, you may have seen it. You can get, I think, the best sketches from the first and second series in German because they were flown out to oh. Germany and they did it phonetically. Yeah. Didn't really speak German and got paid a fortune yeah. by, the, by German TV to do Monty they, Python's Flying Circus. They did, uh, it's, it's, it's Fliegland and Zirkus. They did two episodes and one of them was old sketches and then one of them they, re, they wrote a whole episode for Germany. Well, what did the Germans think? Because they're generally pretty sweet. Oh, they so loved they it. preferred it in English, right? Oh, no, they, I, they, I think they loved it. They, they've, they've shown them on TV a couple of times. Oh, that, I, I bet they did do that sketch when they have the, the world's funniest joke, which kills people. Oh, and they show Hitler in the second one trying to get his own back. And he, Hitler says, in translation, my dog has no nose. How does he smell? <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> he got nothing. He died. I, I, I do like Monty Python. I haven't seen the TV series for a while. And I used to love... Series two and three were my favourite. Four was a stinker without John Cleese. Yeah, and then they were going to do a, fi- a fifth, but then Eric Idle said, look, lads, we can't carry on. Yeah. yeah otherwise, it would have been a series But there's five. a little bit... It's, it's quite a bit of it. It's quite racist. There's a lot of blacking up. There's a lot of yellow face. There's also the character, which we can't say, Mrs. 
N-word oh, beta. Um, and there's 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 a there's a few bits. Well, and there's, a, there's an episode of the Goodies, and the Goodies were much maligned. I think I love the Goodies, yep. and they were the kind of tea time version of Monty Python. They blew it because they took a huge amount of money to go to LWT. Yeah. And then of course the changes at the top of LWT meant that they were one series goodbye lads. Yeah. And the BBC did one and back, but they did an episode as a spoof, quite a dark satire on South Africa, and it was about how short people were prejudiced against, and it was about a part height. Oh, which is quite a witty wow. game, but you never see it now because it yeah. does involve people blacking up and yeah. being and very tall, blacked up white people are allowed in. Yeah, but if yeah. you're a shorty like Bill Oddie, apartheid means you're out. Isn't that funny? Yeah, second class citizen. And um, cause we had Bill Oddie in, and we had him on a good night. Yeah. He was he was great. He can be a lo- well, he's a lovely fellow always. But, it, but God it, bless I, him. no, I know, but but uh, you know we've all heard stories. But we had him for an hour, and he was a delight. <laughs> um, and there is that weird thing that that, and I guess maybe it's because of the move to ITV that BBC never showed the no. goodies again. Never put it. But out They had best selling Christmas albums. They had. They, I think for one year, one year Bill Oddie was up there with the best selling composers yeah. of the year because of the goodies singles. Yeah. What is coming up on your show uh, between one and five? Well, oh, it's a bit... I'm feeling slightly awkward. Not awkward, I'm feeling nervous because it's not the kind of radio I would normally do. And yeah. I'm not saying this to be a radio tease, but I learnt last night that my producer, Elena, very talented, yeah. uh, when she was in this country doing her degree, she made a documentary which sounded fascinating, and we talked about it a bit after the show, about somebody who lives with a dozen very expensive sex dolls in this country. Now, as a student project, it was astonishing. They are of various ages. And the only reason, and we're going to play some of her interviews with this man, this person on the show, um, it's uncomfortable listening. So we've done our absolute best to curtail it. There may be questions left unanswered, but I'm not going to go there with some of the questions that he did answer. But the reason we're doing it is because a British man has escaped being sentenced for importing a child doll because he claims he was ordering an adult. Now, this man has two child dolls. Yeah. He also has a doll that represents a much older woman, his mother. He's married one of the dolls. Now, I'm, I'm, I feel nervous about it because I, it's not the kind of thing I would... No, I mean, normally I come, oh, from the, I come from the land of sunlight and breakfast. Yeah, yeah. And you wouldn't even talk about that. So yeah. we've got that coming up on the programme. Oh, and I'm not saying it's a tease. We're still working on it. I'm wondering... You know, we are not going to push the envelope with it as far as what this interview said. And the guy's not particularly graphic. He's just a very... He's in work. Yeah. Very ordinary... He has favourites and he leaves cards for them and he lives his life around them and he's got a kind of version of the Manson family, but they're all... And they cost about 11 grand each. I'm going to stop you there. That's coming up at one o'clock. Stay tuned. This is Talk Radio.